this week pimp when i get back we need to talk for real now we need to talk for real man i can't let you destroy your gift man you you're a true athlete brother and i do not want to see you waste your god-given talent bro in these streets bro i can't let you do it pimp there we go there we go conversations with dr robinson conversation with dr robinson i already already influenced the folks <laughs> ain't ain't got lied yet Amen. <laughs> Thank y'all for tuning in to Misfit Radio, man. We've been gone for a minute, man. Um, we're gonna try to get back as much as we can, man, and um, try to educate our um, people on what's going on beyond my social media page because there's a lot, man, that um, that be going on that we got to deal with, man. That, but I got some some beautiful things that we bring into the community, man. I finally got the. Uh, most people don't understand what procurement is, uh -huh. but I finally got the Office of Procurement. That's who deal with the contracts when you bid okay. on contracts. So okay. I'm always saying that it, it's a shame that we from Atlanta haven't had the opportunity to bid on million-dollar contracts, contracts right. $100,000 contracts. Mm -hmm. And if I'm from Atlanta and if I want to apply for a job, I should be able to get a high five-figure salary or a six-figure salary. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm from here. Give me the opportunity. We're from here. This engine don't go without the people from Atlanta. That's true. The workers, right? That's so true. I finally got the Office of Procurement. They're going to come out uh, after the King on holiday. We're going to uh, we're gonna um, be at uh, Adam Villa Rake, which most people now call it C.T. Martin. Okay. But they're going to come out. They're going to show the community hands-on how to register with the city, how mm -hmm. to bid on contracts, whatever business you got. You know what I'm saying? They're gonna, you know what I'm saying? Sign you up and show you how to register it. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? How to get the notifications when the contracts come out, how to bid on them. Okay. You know what I'm saying? How to stay in tune. You know what I'm saying? To mm -hmm. get them contracts. You know what I'm saying? They are, they're gonna tell them also. Um, I know you say you're gonna go through the process, but you know as far as how background checks and all that oh, stuff. Man, because generally gonna... when you work with when you do contracts with the city, they delve deep into your background and stuff like that. What they're you know try to help. On what they're looking for, what they're not oh, looking no, for, yeah, and stuff man, like gonna, that. Yeah. So yeah. we're gonna bring it. So we're gonna bring it to the community because people going to City Hall, not knowing which office to go in. Uh huh. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes it can be intimidating, not knowing what to ask. Uh huh. You get caught down there, you be like, oh shit, let's go back home. It's too much. It's frustrating. It could be too much, man, because yeah. a lot of people that work there still don't even know what to direct you to because that's not their. You know what I'm saying? It's the not their lane. Right. So they don't know how to really tell you how to go. Uh -huh. So you just get. I know the frustrations, and I know the ills of our uh, people, man, so I just want to stand in the gap to help that, man. So that's one thing that 
uh, we working on to do. And another thing is I just met with the um, superintendent today for APS. I uh, had a meeting with Dr. Battle, and they want to um, they want me to help them identify nonprofits. Okay. Okay. That really want to do the work because I'm a strong advocate also. Right. Stop giving them same nonprofits been getting these money for years. Uh-huh. And we ain't seen no results. Right. Trust me to tell you who those nonprofits are because what I convinced them is is bigger than what's in the classroom. Right. What about after school? After school. See, so, we, just, we had a small conversation about So they're going to give money now. Now we're going to roll the money in because now I'm telling them is, hey, if you let me bring some girls I know in to press these little girls' hair or braid mm-hmm. them, the confidence is going to go through the roof. Right. So now the little girl who might want to be rough and rugged and want to start fights all the time, she got on her hat, and the teacher asked them to take her hat off, and she mm-hmm. been, you know what I'm saying, combative, matching that attitude. Now when that little girl see her hair pressed out, whoo! Don't want nobody touching her hair. She don't want nobody touching her hair. <laughs> now she's going to be ready to raise her hand right. and want to answer everything. Right. Because now she's going to feel like she's fresh. Right. She's going to feel like, hey, I look the part now. You know what I'm saying? I look cute now. Uh-huh. uh-huh I, ain't, I ain't with all that. I ain't, being a, I ain't trying to fight today. Right. I know I'm, I'm saying I'm, no, no, I'm saying I'm cute. Uh-huh. And then we can keep that self-esteem up, little man. Little boys, too. And look, and boy. Oh, no, little boy. And them designs in their hair, yeah, the yeah. fresh shoes. Fresh shoes, clothes. So that's what I'm telling her for, like, hey, let me find you the people to get the money to that ain't trying to pocket the money. Right. We've been doing out of pocket for so long, we're not trying to pocket the money. Let me find the people that's really into it for kids, right? Mm-hmm. Y'all give them the money. Let them buy the little kids the shoes, the socks. Mm-hmm. Because if I'm in gym and I got on mismatched socks or nasty socks, I'm not taking my shoes off in PE. Right. Because they're going to join me. Right. And then the joiner might get into a fight. Right. And then... But if man, man, if we got socks and socks on deck, right? Clean t-shirts on underwear, deck, underwear, all that. Underwear clean, fresh haircuts, and girls ready to press in. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? The braid, everybody looking fresh, right? Mm. Everybody feeling good. Like Dion say, man, hey man, you look good, you feel, feel good, good, and they pay good, right? Man, we I, gotta instill that with our, you know what I'm saying? Kids, mainly the little girls, yeah. Because the little girls mainly need that self-esteem. Because if her self-esteem is through the roof, I be killing myself sometimes when I say this, but. It all starts with a woman. Yeah. Her self-esteem through the roof. The little boy trying he to gonna follow suit. I was just about to say, he's going to follow suit. He's going to follow, he gonna follow suit because she ain't with the BS. Right, right. right. You got to step it up. But the little girls got to say, hey, man, you know what I'm saying? I ain't, I ain't going for that now. You know what I'm saying? Got to step it up, man. I, I, I don't think people, I don't think politicians realize when it comes to our youth, a lot of times it be just the matter of looking decent and feeling, Girl, and feeling decent, feeling like you're worthy of the respect and gratitude and, and conversation because a lot of times like when I was younger I didn't feel that way even though I got through school but a lot of times I don't think politicians reflect back to them times it may have been a long time ago but it still applies today that our youth a lot of times get into fights and arguments because they may they may can't read properly sometimes or they may need help after school reading or oh, with man, math man. or something like that and they don't want to raise their hand and be a part of this part of the yeah. class because they may not under they may not either understand or can't comprehend what's going on not that they're slow or oh, no, yeah, or, or, no, or yeah. any of that things it's just yeah. some things you stumble over some kids may be dyslectic and not even oh, know absolutely you man. get what I'm saying so I, it, it amazes me how politicians don't necessarily understand it or do they understand it or just don't want to do anything or just can't do anything about it a lot of them don't understand it lab because they didn't come from that right uh-huh. it's kind of like moses going amongst the egyptians right uh-huh. the 
you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? He blended in, you know what I'm saying? But he was there to help his people, you right. know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? From Israel that was there. Uh-huh. So you can only help your people if you come from amongst your people. Okay, okay. You know what I'm saying? Right, I get what you're saying. Like, I didn't grow up in suburban areas, so I don't know the rules and the guidelines, you know what I'm saying, and what they have to deal with in suburban areas as far as, like, the mental illness, the alcoholism most parents probably go to. So in the projects... Auntie drinking on the porch at night, still functioning. Uh-huh. Is we ain't calling it alcoholism. Right. She not going to AA. Uh-huh. You see what I'm saying? Right, so right. hey, we dealing with people that had addictions and they was functioning, functioning. right? Mm. And you still had love in that in that project or whatever project you grew up in. There was still some love there. Mm-hmm. Like if I didn't get it at home, I could still go to this house and get some type of love, or you can find something that might have been missing at your home. Like, mm-hmm. my grandmother was good for, if I was going down the street to spend the night, my grandmother would always tell me, hey, look in the refrigerator. If they ain't got nothing, you tell me now. You know what I'm saying? Put something in a bag and you take it and don't tell them I gave it to mm-hmm. you. You know what I'm saying? There's, you know what I'm saying? Just put it in the refrigerator. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I was raised like that. So I look at my life, like everything I do now, I was raised that way. Mm-hmm. But I don't have to remember what my grandmother, my grandfather taught me, or what my one of my friends' mother taught me, or they dad. Mm-hmm. It just in me, right? So, I guess God had to tap that clock to say, "All right, now your time to go out in the community." Right. I didn't choose this life. Right. I didn't want to live this life. I thought I was gonna be a sports agent, traveling the world, mm-hmm. making money off athletes, running my mouth. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Talking to different women in different cities. That's being mm-hmm. honest with you. Right. That's what I thought my life would be vacation and traveling and running my mouth getting money mm-hmm. paid off athlete that's what I thought that's when people really say you made plans and God laughed because that's what I thought that my life right. would be right right never did I thought in a million years but I also remember now me hearing Malty King getting fired up right me hearing Malcolm X getting fired up uh-huh. I didn't know what that was doing to me though but I was hearing that not understanding the movement you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. what was actually going on but I was getting fired up, like, man, I, yeah, man. Then when I come home in 02, I'm still not awake yet. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I had a um, close friend that was murdered. Mm-hmm. Then one of my very close friends, um, Dion, um, was murdered. Then one of my close friends, Shaded, you know what I'm saying? I'm mm-hmm. always a them to guy. You know what I'm saying? Um, I'm dying from, you know what I'm saying, a case of diabetes. Mm-hmm. And... Those were two guys that no matter what, no matter what time of night, morning, <laughs> I can call them. I don't care what woman they with. They getting out of bed because I ain't never calling you to endanger your life right. or to lose your freedom. It's some, you know what I'm saying? It's a move we doing. I need your help. Right. And they was always there for me, man. Mm-hmm. And when they died, I was like, man, I ain't, I ain't, I ain't got I ain't got that friend. Right, you know what right. I'm saying? Most of my friends right. that probably would do it, they married. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Family men, they work. Right. You know what I'm saying? These guys didn't work. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. So most of my friends that I probably, you know what I'm saying, if they wasn't working, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, didn't have a wife and kids, they would probably be there for me like they were. Right, right. right? So I'm just like, man, it, it kind of stifled some of the things I wanted to do mm-hmm. because I was confident that I know I had them by my side. Right. And like God say, when two or more, that he was a righteous brothers. Right. Right? You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Heart of gold. Mm-hmm. So I know if we moving in the same space, God was going to bless it. Right. So it was always, hey, man, let's go. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. And, and man, and when that happened, I still wasn't in the space of 
of community leader, uh -huh. right? Right. Still was one foot in, one foot out. One foot out. Right, right. And some old things happened along the line where I could have lost my freedom. Uh-huh. No, I'm saying God was like, all right now. I'm trying to show you. Keep throwing them rocks at the penitentiary. Don't <laughs> right. want them gates. You throwing them. Right. I'm, going, I'm throwing I'm, them. I'm trying to keep them locked. I'm trying, with you. <laughs> right? I'm trying. I'm you trying, trying to bust man. Forward, I'm trying to keep them closed. Right. You trying right. to bust penitentiary wide open. I'm trying to keep it closed. Right. I'm trying, I'm trying lad. Mm -hmm. Man, and one day, man, there was a situation, man, where I was like, God, like, I got arrested on something I ain't supposed to get arrested for. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? This white guy um, took a warrant out on me. Mm -hmm. And said that I um, uh, criminal trespass. Okay. But I went to their establishment. I mean, was reading them his rights. You know, mm -hmm. they tell me, y'all can't do this. You can't do that. You know what I'm saying? I kind of bust them open. Okay. Okay. And he took a one out on me. But I thank God he did because what I was trying to do that day, mm -hmm. I got arrested on because the officer was like, man, we just doing random check, man. You know, that's for my ID. I got arrested. Mm hmm. And when I got arrested, you know, I'm fussing and cussing like a mug. Right. The person I was supposed to go with got locked up in the FBI sting. Okay. So I was like, ooh. Like, okay. I tell you no lie, man. When I got out of there, when I got out, I went to court next day, just let me out. Right, they realized there wasn't no I'm criminal trust. Uh -huh. I told God, I said, you know what? <laughs> Dude. I get it. <laughs> I swear, I called Kasim Reed the next day. Uh-huh. I said, that office still stand if I want a job. All right. <laughs> he said, yeah, right? Right, right. He said, meet me here this day, this time. He said, because you love helping people, man, I'm going to send you over to the workforce where you'll be in charge of getting your people a job, mm -hmm. getting them training, and um, paying their uh, rent and bills for the money they had in the pot for that, right? Uh, okay. Man, no lie lab for like the first three years. I couldn't even miss work because I felt that if I miss work, my coworker wasn't going to help Miss Jones. Right, and she might lose her house or her apartment. Right, because right you yeah. want to duck the work. You don't want to put all the documents in right. the system. Right, And then if we need six documents, if she missing one, you send her back home. Me, me, I'm writing it up. I'm stamping it. I'm notarizing it. I'm forging. I'm forging. I'm doing everything to help Miss Jones. Right. So when that word got out, like, oh, he down there, man. Right. Niggas was calling me 2, 3 in the morning. I'm like, bro, you not go to work at 8 in the morning. <laughs> Niggas like, bro, I'm just making sure before I see my grandmama. Right. I'm a mama, I'm a aunt. Because they know I was going to be there to help them. Right. And I, you know what I'm saying? So that was the first time in my life, to be honest with you, man, that I felt I was doing something that fulfilled my soul. It felt good. Man. It felt so good. I was like, damn, if I miss work, because I'm realizing these motherfuckers lazy. <laughs> so I said, man, if I miss work, ain't nobody going to be here to help them. Right. Man. When I got this no lie, man, we was having like 15, 20 people orientation. Man, about two, three months, 100 people. Right. And he was like, man, I got to put you over orientation, man. Hell, these people here for the see. For you. I'm, I'm like, they didn't want to see nobody, right? Mm -hmm. And so, you know, sometimes you get beside yourself, right? So here's how I don't like to say the devil because God give all authority to Satan. Mm -hmm. Satan can't do nothing. So I'm going to give you two references that what made me change my mind. When God told Moses, I'm a hardened Pharaoh heart, he's not going to let the people go. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, do you blame Pharaoh? Right. Or do you hold God accountable? Mm -hmm. But even in God's word, if we understand it, he say, hey, reason with me. Hey, bring me. Hey, let's talk about it. Mm -hmm. But you got to know, you know what I'm saying, understand it. So you can't blame Pharaoh. Right. God said, I'm a hardened his heart. Right. Then you go back to the book of Job. 
he asked Lucifer, uh, have thou considered my servant Job? He said, yeah. Mm -hmm. He said, but you got this hedge around it. So God said, he said, well, if you let him go, I'm sure he'll curse you. Mm -hmm. God said, no, he won't curse me. He said, I'll let you tempt it, mm -hmm. but you can't touch the hair on his head. I'm saying you can take everything away from him, don't touch right. it on his head because God give it, he take it, he can give it back. You know uh -huh. what I'm saying? So those two instances let me know that Satan have no power. Satan, the devil, Lucifer have no power. God Almighty have the power. Mm -hmm. He let us be untempted until we can't take no more because he know what you can take. Yep. He built you. Right. Like he built you so he know what you can withstand. Uh -huh. He know what gifts he gave you. He know what talent he gave you. He know what you can take and what you can't take. Uh -huh. So I don't blame. I bring everything to God. Hey, uh -huh. man. Hey, man, it's you, man. Mm -hmm. Come on, man. And if you, if your heart is righteous, God is there to bless you. Right. He ain't there to, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? To curse you and hurt you. He's there to bless you if your heart is righteous. Mm -hmm. So I mess around this girl come to my office. I'm saying that to say this girl come to my office, right? She's from Columbia. She closed my door. Mm -hmm. <laughs> she say, she say, uh, I came to orientation two times, but there were so many people uh, in your line to see you that I couldn't get no help. Mm -hmm. She said, have you ever fucked in your office? No, wow. She caught my surprise. Right. Now, she don't know that I'm a nigga. Right. You know what I'm saying? She, she see me in my suit, probably think he's a professional. Right. She don't know that right. I'm, I'm with whatever she right. said. So she asked me that, so I'm, I'm playing it off like, huh? No, no, no. So she was like, if I can get a nigga right here. So I'm like, and hey, you got to open up the door mm -hmm. because I can't keep my door closed with you in there. Right, right. So needless to say, you know what I'm saying, the same night, it goes down. We have sex, right? Mm -hmm. So she was kind of on the crazy side. Mm -hmm. So one day after me not answering her calls, you know, I ain't go there say she was crazy, but I provoked the craziness, not not knowing her. That's the key of knowing people. Uh -huh. I didn't know her. I provoked whatever crazy was in her by me ignoring her, trying to deal with on my time. Uh -huh. Man, this chick come down there, and she tell the director she asking for the mirror, and she tell the police. Oh, she pregnant, and I jerked her, mm -hmm. and I'm pregnant. I said, what? So the police called me now. I was notorious for being a little late. I went never at 8.30 on time. Okay. So this particular day, I'm late as a mud. The police called me. This is my man, though. He called me and said, hey, man, this chick down here. Hey, man, this chick talking about she pregnant by you. Mm -hmm. You did this, too. I said, what? I said, how she look? I said, oh, my God. She called me. Oh, nigga, you getting fired today. Oh, yeah, mm -hmm. I'm going to show you. I said, man, what is you doing? Man, I said, leave, man. Mm -hmm. So I come to work. I rush out the house now. Man, I said, man, what is you doing? Man, why you doing all this? Oh, yeah, nigga, you ain't calling me. <laughs> I know you, you know I know where you working. Right. <laughs> so listen, I'm going to show you how crazy this is. She going crazy, lad, right? So so the city had a policy at City Hall uh -huh. that you can't be messing with employees. Okay. Wasn't no policy that I couldn't sleep with the customer. Right, right, right. So right. he was just like, "Look, man, you can't be, you can't be doing that." This, that, and the third. So I was like, "Bro, that ain't." What I'm happened? like, "Yeah, but that ain't, man. She ain't pregnant. The girl that came out three days ago, man. Right. Girl, no damn pregnant." So look, all this shit she did to try to ruin me. What you think I did? Kept your job. Kept going. 
Cal Palfrey. I, I, I mean, of course I kept my job. Right, my right. sets would have the same. <laughs> right. That's what I realized. Therefore, everybody starts talking about toxic. Okay. Then I realized not only is she toxic, but you, you, you toxic are too. too. <laughs> I'm toxic too. So I was in a crossroad with her, right? Because uh-huh. I said, "Damn, I could have lost my job." And stop helping Miss Jones. And, and stop helping Miss Jones is over some pussy. Right. I said, "Man, you got to be better than that." that. I mean, because at this point, I'm awake, mm-hmm. consciously in life. Like I know I'm a king. Right. At this point in my life. I know I didn't escape from prison so many times, and I know God got a mission for me. Mm-hmm. And the mission ain't to just be still having casual sex mm-hmm. for sport. Right. So I was like, man, I could have lost my fucking job, this crazy girl, right? So I had a couple more times having sex, but I cut it off, right? Mm-hmm. And I focused in on the job, whatever, and we started having more stuff going, more stuff going. And I got a call one day. It said, man. You done helped so many people get jobs and training. training. And so what Kasim did allow me to do is, that's why I said you can't really help your people truly if you ain't come from amongst them. Okay. I told him was, it ain't good enough for me helping Miss Jones get a job. Mm-hmm. But when Miss Jones get a job and Miss Jones see that paycheck, Miss Jones going to feel like, I've been working for two weeks and I got to pay bills. Right. She might not go no more. Right. I say, we got all this grant money. Let's pay rent. Let's subsidize some of it. No, let's pay the full rent for the month. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And the bills, right? The money is in there. Right. If we help you get a job, you know what I'm saying? We'll pay your rent or your house note or whatever mm-hmm. that first month. That, you know what I'm saying? That way you can see head above water. All right. So he allowed me to do that. He worked the numbers in there, man. We helped him. And the program, you know, that was crazy. Right. If I help you get a job, so... So two things have we had to work for this program that if lab, if you're an entrepreneur, I get to send people to work with you for for ten weeks. Uh-huh. No, it was twelve weeks. Yeah, for three months. You're getting free labor for three months, right? Right. The city was subsidizing that, paying you mm-hmm. to let me work for you for three months. Mm-hmm. But you gotta evaluate me because the expectation is is for you to hire me full time. Mm-hmm. And if you don't you need to be saying, oh, he was late, oh, he had an you attitude. You got to explain why. We're not going to let you get a free ride and try to milk another three months right. of somebody else. Right. Tell us why. So the employers was loving me. The employees was loving me. Mm-hmm. So it was a working thing. But I get a knock one day. Hey, man, you done helped so many people, man, that, you know, we we actually um, using all the grant money. It's a good That's thing. That's a good thing. No, no, no. <laughs> it's not a good thing. It's what it's for the be. It's for the use for the guess people. What, guess what I'm messing up, though, Lab, and I don't know this, what I'm messing up. The folk that's been stealing the money and dividing the money. <laughs> the pot, money. The pot ain't big no more. <laughs> hey, well, we used to have people down here right. getting no job. Man, we can steal that money and, and move that money around. Right. Now, this old nigga over here helping everybody. <laughs> <laughs> ain't no money left in the pot. He give people jobs, man, paying their rent. Man, he, he ain't doing too much. <laughs> right. I'm doing too much now, Lab. Oh, damn, but man. But you are doing within the parameters of what the program the reason, was about. So, Lab, the reason why they love me, they end up hating me for it. Mm-hmm. Because I can't, they can't steal no money. So I said, so what they call themselves doing is giving me a promotion. <laughs> mm-hmm. Give me a promotion. They sit my head to sit at all. Right. Get that nigga out of here. Sit that nigga to sit at all. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. So they, you know, they sit me over there in procurement dealing with contracts. 
But, you know, but God allowed them to do it because me working with contracts, I remember having this one guy out. Um, it was a $5 million sidewalk on um, country. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was a procurement officer on it. I uh, had to go get the scope of work and um, take it to the evaluator. So I'm helping it. Hey, no shit. I'm, you know what I'm, no, I'm saying? Walking right. him through it. So I said, damn, $5 million. So I asked him. Hey, out of the five million dollars, what are you gonna? What you probably net after this? Like, mm-hmm. like, you know what I'm saying? Like, what you probably make out for it? He told myself, no, I'm in the wrong business. Right. That year, I turned forty. I turned forty in 2017, mm-hmm. June 20th. I turned in my resignation July 25th mm-hmm. of 2017, a month later. Okay. I said, oh, I need to be a consultant. Oh, there you go. Cause this dummy don't know what he's doing. Right. But he finna walk away with damn near two million dollars in his pocket. Right. Know what I'm saying? But I'm helping them get the. T- I'm, I'm helping, helping them, them get the five million dollar contract. Right. But all I'm getting is my salary, which they underpaying me. Mm-hmm. I know my work, but I was, I was accepting that while I was at the work for because I'm getting people jobs. Right. Now I ain't. I'm not being fulfilled. It got to be about the money. Right. You know what I'm saying? Then I realized as long as I'm being fulfilled, God go make way to subsidize whatever money you're not making. Right. You'll be able to make it somewhere else. Right. Mm-hmm. So now that I'm not waking up or helping the Miss Jones of the world, mm-hmm. now y'all got to pay me what I'm worth. They ain't want to pay me. So I was like, oh, I got to leave. Mm-hmm. I got to be a consultant. So now I get to charge him an upfront fee to help him walk through the contract. Mm-hmm. And when he get the contract, I need to make, you know what I'm saying, a right. percentage off that contract, brother. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? I help you get. Right. And that was my motivation to go into that, man. But still... Not knowing that God finna bring me back full circle. That there's still a bigger plan for you. Man, it's still and, a bigger plan. So I'm still thinking that I'm um I'm finna be rolling in Scrooge made duck the ducktails money. <laughs> I'm still thinking I'm finna be swimming in money. Like Did you ever think that those departments in which you were switching from back and forth was just the process of you learning the process? Hey, listen, Lab. Absolutely. And what it did was it um uh, I always been a late sleeper. You know what I'm saying? I'd be up late. You know what I'm uh-huh. saying? Messing around. So I'm always waking up late. I had to get up early. You know what I'm saying? No, mm-hmm. I'm saying? Even though I wasn't getting up to work at 8.30 on time. But them were nights, man. I was going to bed 5, 6 in the morning. Right. Like, no no, no, I got to get up at 8. Right. You know what I'm saying? Single life. You know what I'm saying? Not uh-huh. taking the job serious. Right. Because it wasn't no job. You know what I'm saying? It felt like I was, you know what I'm saying? helping people. So I was like. You know what I'm saying? I get mm-hmm. that. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Because people didn't get there at 9. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? They want us there at 8.30, so I'm just like, you know. But God was getting me up early. Uh, he was um, taking me from, you know what I'm saying, the urban gear, yeah. me wearing jeans and some shoes mm-hmm. and a little blaze. I had to wear full suits every day. Right, ties. Not- Man, I had to wear full suits. Then some days I had to staff the mirror, so I'm getting home late. Mm-hmm. Man, if a nigga that got killed in the funeral, if it was a big funeral, I'm at the funeral on Saturday. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, hey, man. So God was just really molding me. All the way out the streets. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Get me in corporate America and uh, learning um, business, right? Mm-hmm. I already had, you know what I'm saying? The one gift that I know he gave me is a people person. Know how to talk to people. Right. You know what I'm saying? Do good business. So I had to just learn the business. Mm-hmm. So it was just a lot of stuff I had to learn that ain't street. You know, mm-hmm. what, I'm you know what I'm saying? I had to learn it this way. Right. And then he was molding me to it. And to be honest with you, man, the funny part about it is... The people that I helped got, you know what I'm saying, job I was to work for, they still work for the city. Mm-hmm. So now if I meet a client, I got to help him get his liquor license. Mm-hmm. 
I go straight to my homegirls. I got a job back in 2015. She still worked there. Now she the boss. She the head of liquor license. Right. So whenever I walk something in there, if the I's dotted and T's cross, eh, eh, we moving it fast. We right. expediting it. Right. So if I expedite it and I know lab, you got to pay me $20,000, man, if you want this back fast. Yes, right. Or you can put it in on your own and wait all the months. You know what I'm saying? City be slow. All right, mm -hmm. you can wait. I don't care. It ain't my business. Wait, wait six months and tell you, oh, you forgot to dot this I. Hey, man, but you can pay me twenty grand and get it in 30 days. Right. And in the next four months, you can make that twenty grand back you done paid me when you open up and get your lookalizer. Right. Hey, man, you got to understand. You know what I'm saying? Business. So you got to pay for a relationship. But it's just amazing how now, God, I, I make money based on my relationship with people that I know uh -huh. who I treated well in the city. Every judge, no lie, every janitor, whether we call them custodians, whatever they are, mm -hmm. still work at City Hall when I worked there. But here's the key to part, though. When they transferred me over there, whenever I would walk around with the mayor or other directors or her, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying, commissioners, mm -hmm. you had to speak to that same janitor I was speaking to because I'm not finna stop my conversation with this janitor and talk to you. Right. So when you come in, hey, man, this so-and-so, man. Right. Right. Hey, my daughter played basketball. So guess what? The next time the mayor never seen was good at this. He'll see Jeffrey and say, hey, man, I see your daughter score 18 points last night. Oh. And that nigga be looking like, damn, what? I'm just a janitor. And the right. mayor remember my daughter's name. You know what school she go to. And, and she played last and night. And she played last night right. and had 18 points. Right. And so that would blow their mind. But that's when I realized, like, damn, you know what I'm saying? Like, because I ain't going to be fake or phony for nobody. Like, right. hey, I'm at, no, no, I'm sorry. every time I tell people, hey, man, most of the people I know from the projects, they're mm -hmm. from the streets. 95% of people I deal with. You know what I'm saying? In poverty to a certain point. Not poverty don't mean you living poor. You know what I'm saying? That's below. I mean, that's you know what I'm saying? below the poverty. I mean, the average line. Right. You know what I'm saying? Where you might be living check to check. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. And those are the people that I know. You know what I'm saying? To deal with. And I can never be fake to those people. Right. Because the people that I met um, working, like I can't. These are people that I can count on. I've been dealing with all. You know what I'm saying? This everybody in my family like this. Right. You know what I'm saying? Majority of my friends like that and they family like that. So I gotta fight for them every day. Mm -hmm. I can't go up to that um, podium and fight for nobody else but the people that I know because I know right. the conditions they are in. I know that the resources don't come to the ghetto. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? The information don't get to us. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because now that I understand, I'm like, oh, when I'm growing up, I ain't hear that. Right. Oh, they didn't come to ball home and tell us that. Mm -hmm. Oh, they didn't come to Perry Home Bank and court tell them that. You know what I'm saying? They didn't come to the black community and tell us nothing. When, when did you realize, and I know we're probably going to skip forward and we'll go back. Yeah. When did you realize that other people realized how much influence you had and say, hey, man, I can go talk to Dewan about this. I can go talk to Dr. Robinson about this and see what we could do about it. When, when, Besides the fact that you were working at the city and you were meeting people with helping them rent and getting jobs, just, just the average person said, man, I need to talk to Dr. Robinson, see what he can do to help me with this, or what we could do to get this after-school program going, or what we could do to make sure that this justice is served properly. When did you realize that? Hey, well, hold on. You know what I'm saying? Like, it was it when you realized it? One question. When did you realize it? One question. Number two, was it overwhelming for you at that particular point in time? Uh, I'm gonna say I'm gonna be honest, man. Two years ago. Okay. Two years ago, man. Mm -hmm. Because I think it, I think it took for like real situations. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? People be like, "Oh damn, he's there." Mm -hmm. And I want to say two years ago. Yeah, about two years ago when the Rayshard Brooks, the boy, got um killed at the Wendy's. Mm -hmm. This girl I messed with, 
I'm not mess with. You know what I'm saying? Mess with like you know what I'm talking like on some friendships. Cool right, shit. right, right, right. Um, she was at the the JJ's. Mm -hmm. She called me. Mm -hmm. Her name is Sean. She called me and said, "Man, Moolah, man, they fucking with this guy. Now. This photo boy even got killed." She said, "Man, they keep got to fuck with this boy." Nah. She, she don't lie. Okay. No, I'm saying she said, "Moolah, can you come down here, man? They messing with this boy." And by the time I had got there, he was dead. Right. right. So the police officer that was there, he knew me. He said, hey, man, can you talk to these people and clear these people out? I said, hey, man, this ain't my side of town. Right. I said, but I recognize some faces out here. I said, where he at, though? Mm -hmm. He lied to me and told me they had already took him to the hospital. He all right, right mm -hmm. here. He all right. right, right. He wasn't. He was still back there. They were just trying to. They didn't want to just bring him out while everybody was dead, but yeah. he already dead, though. Right. And I said, hold up now. You want me to lie to these folk? I said, you know, I'm going to lose my accreditation if I lie to these folk to help you out. Right. Because I always try to walk with the police and the community because I understand. Mm -hmm. Both you know, sides. Right. We need police. Right. We just don't need bad police. Right. You know what I'm saying? We don't need bad police. You know what I'm saying? Like, we need, you know what I'm saying, police that really, you know what I'm saying, that are protect and serve. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? I'm saying police that will pull up at the basketball court and shoot ball with the boy. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Shoot marbles, go to the skating ring. We need them type police back. Right. You know what I'm saying? We don't need the enforcing that. Man, we don't need all that. So right. I try to understand because I know some of them that's cool that ain't with that. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. I always try to be, because I can't be against the police, you know what I'm saying, 100%. And when we need them, they're yeah. like, oh, man, uh, fuck you. Y'all ain't with right. us. Right, So we got to have a healthy balance because... God have blessed me the power to, you know what I'm saying, to work with you and work with you and not sell neither one of y'all out. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, I've always had that gift, but I didn't know it because I can deal with, you know I mean, two people don't get along, not violate neither one of their trust. Right. You know what I'm saying? When I'm with you, we ain't talking about him. And when I'm with you, we ain't talking about him. Hey, you don't. Right. You know what I'm saying? But my friend, they never asked me nothing about another person if they, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying, they beefing with each other or whatever. I've always been there trying to be the peace and the mediator, right? Mm hmm so I would say, man, the Rayshard Brooks situation, and, and it's never overwhelming. I'm going to tell you why, because I don't even think about it. I just go. You just do it. Man, people call me, I just go. I've never looked for the media camera. Mm -hmm. That ain't what I'm doing it for. If people post it and it go viral or the news, you know what I'm saying, the news feel what I'm saying is newsworthy, mm -hmm. no, 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 I'm saying, hey, so be it. Right. Uh, every news interview I've ever done, they call me. Never, you know what I'm saying? You can't call the news and say, I want to do an interview with y'all. Right. You know what I'm they got to call you and feel like that. Uh, even when they do it, like, I don't care nothing about it because I ain't doing it for, for that. them. You know what I'm saying? I'm doing community. it for that family because guess yeah. what? It could be one of us. Every day. My uncle. I got uncles that, uh, uncles and uncles. I got, you know what I'm saying? I only got one that's alive. You know what I'm saying? Every now and then he slip off the wagon and smoke a little crack and he drink. Mm -hmm. He could easily be driving to get stopped by a cop mm -hmm. and get killed. Mm -hmm. But that's what any of us. I want people around with me for justice. If it, no, I'm saying, call for justice. So I go out there with, no, I'm saying, with people, man, and no, I'm, no, I'm get on my heart, wouldn't it? No, I'm saying, to die with them. Mm -hmm. No, I'm saying, to shoot it out with them. No, I'm saying, get sprayed down, whatever we mm -hmm. with. Hey man, if I'm locking elbows with you, hey man, I'm no, no, I'm saying, I'm taking whatever. No, I'm saying, repercussion with. come. But also. Let me be the advocate to talk to the chief of police. No, uh -huh. I'm saying because my work. Uh, I can reach him and we can talk about it. Right. You know what I'm saying? We can talk to the mayor or somebody. Now, if we don't get no resolution and we feel they BSing us, hey, man, now's by any means necessary. Right. But let's try this avenue 
So they can't say we didn't try that avenue. Right. And, and I, when I meant about overwhelming, I meant like, you know, sometimes you be, like you say, you, you, you be in the thralls of, uh, with the mayor and with the city council and all that stuff. And you may have to step back and say to yourself, you know, God, I, I really need oh, some assistance on, you on this because dude, man, you know they run you through this door, that door, that door. Lab, and all you're trying to do is get a simple answer to a simple it's question. It's very overwhelming. This is why I take off and go to places like South Africa for 10 days. Uh -huh. I go to Greece for seven days and uh -huh. go to Jamaica. Like I go... You know what I'm saying? Like, I'll go in the middle of nowhere and just go. Uh -huh. Because I'd be needing that, man. So what I realized also, Lab, it's so overwhelming because, and I get weekly massages, man. It used to be bi-weekly. Right, right. I go get my body stretched out at the stretch labs. I get my massage. Um, um, because what people don't realize is, man, when you fight against black folks, Lab, mm -hmm. it's a different stress. Because you, because you feel like you, they should see it. You feel like they should want to better the situation. Because you ran it's for us. office to help. You asked right. for lab vote and right. said lab, we're gonna help the community. Mm -hmm. Now I gotta go down here and argue and fight and call y'all niggas out on the microphone because you won't help black folks. Mm -hmm. When white folks bombed that church and killed little girls, right? Mm -hmm. We know the evil that some of them possess, and we know that. You know what I'm saying? That's how they get down. Mm -hmm. But you don't expect your own people to go bomb this church right. and kill four little black girls. Right. Now, you got to mob up and go kill these niggas. Right. You know what I'm saying? But these niggas who, who bombed the church with the four little black girls might be friends with their person, might be secure to their person. Right, right. So I got to go out there and kill you because you done killed this. Man, that's a different type of stress and mindset, bro. Right. And in Atlanta, we so fortunate, black DA. About five black um, judges, mm -hmm. right? Um, black share. Mm -hmm. um, majority black city council. Eight eight black council members. Black mm -hmm. mayor. Mm -hmm. uh, four black um, commi um, county commissioners. Right. Shit, about all the municipal court judges are black, you know what I'm saying, with the DUI mm -hmm. um, traffic and all that, right? Right. Um, black um, school superintendent. Mm -hmm. Like, come on, man. Everybody black, bro. And it and, and you and it feels as though it, this shit. it shouldn't be so hard for black folks to understand the plight of black folks, Lab, especially within the, the city as historic as Atlanta. Lab, guess especially what the in the folks, city as historic as Atlanta. Lab, guess what the white folks tell me? There's no lie. Lab, guess what the white people tell me? Lab, there's no lie. Said that the city got enough money in the budget where they can end homeless in two months. Mm. We could end it in two months. We can end the poverty in Atlanta in two months. There's enough money. And resources in the city of Atlanta mm -hmm. and the county. Because, you know, county deal with the health. Right. And, you know what I'm saying, there's hospitals mm -hmm. and homelessness, right? Right, right. The city just put their nose in it. Mm -hmm. But it's really a county issue. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Okay. That's why I say we don't be knowing politics and who's responsible. You know what I'm saying? We, like, we let steps. John Lewis right. ass get away for so many years without doing shit for us. Mm -hmm. Millions of dollars were earmarked in that seat. You know what I'm saying? For HUD and other issues. Uh -huh. He didn't do nothing. For our people for all them damn years. But whenever, you know what I'm saying, people did try to run against him, it wasn't the right person. Right. So you couldn't beat him. He get on there and he talk got about that. He had the name. Oh, Pettis Bridge. Right. When I got hit with this and hit with that. Hey man, what have you done for me lately? Right. You he ran that seat till he died, bro. No predecessor, mm -hmm. no nothing. Didn't so if I ask you place. So if I ask you and the average black person in Atlanta, what's John Lewis' legacy? They say civil rights. No. What is his legacy as a goddamn U.S. congressman? Uh -huh. He don't have one, Lab. 
Can't nobody say what he did for them. Right. Can't nobody say what he did for his area that he was over, the District 5. Mm. Nobody can tell you what he did, bro. Don't have a legacy. Right. If I ask you what Andrew Young's legacy is, you got to go back to civil rights. Uh-huh. But a lot of a lot of the older um, politicians, you know, Lewis, Andrew Young, they ran on that civil rights platform. Man, no, they none of them want to pick the, the they, wrote, they wrote it to the, the currency. The wheels fell off. The wheels fell off. Listen, bro. We got, we got presidents. These niggas is 80. Uh-huh. Half of Congress is late 70s, 80s. 80s right. They don't want to give up the power, man. Yeah. I mean, they don't want to give up the power. They don't die in history. That's what I'm saying. They don't have nobody to hand it off to. Mm-hmm. But guess what real power is? Oh, um, Mooley, the one, Dr. Robinson, whoever. Mm-hmm. He, he wanted. it. Mm-hmm. Because guess what? If I'm loyal to you and you help me get in that seat, you're going to forever eat because however you were eating or whatever you were doing, it's going to still happen while I'm in the seat, mm-hmm. right? I'm going to still help you out. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You owe. I know you I know you got bills and all that. It's going to still happen. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Now, you might not get 100% of what you was getting from that person, but you don't need 100% at 80 years old. Right. <laughs> Nigga, what are you trying to do? Right. I think uh, right. My, my, my thing with politicians is that they don't realize the um, – they don't have any new ideas. They seem to recycle the same old ideas. Man, they never you know, had get, no new ideas right. in the beginning. Lab, nothing new under the sun. They right. never did it. Look what the government did. They took the Black Panther after school program, program and, and free lunch. Nigga, we were getting free lunch in school because of the Black Panther yeah, movement. That's true. The Medicaid. The bro, that's what I'm saying. The breakfast, the breakfast came from them. Right. right? The Medicaid um, that the government created came from the Black Panther movement mm-hmm. where they were buying the seniors a medicine up there. Right. And all they did is transformed it, put the money behind it, called it Medicaid. Right. But it came from the Black Panther movement. This is true. They ain't thought of nothing new. This These politicians, true. that Obama shit changed. Mm-hmm. That wasn't the first time we done heard it's the change. They done used that back in the day. Right. They ain't got nothing new, man. No new it ideas. Does a, it does an old idea with a new liar. <laughs> And a new face. Hey, a new face, man. Right. Like, I ain't coming to promise people nothing, but I'm going to get the job done like I've been getting the job done. Like, I, I ain't, man, and I'm, it's such a um, struggle for me now trying to come up with some slogans and stuff because uh-huh. people always say, hey, man, you need to be taking pictures doing it that third. It ain't me. That ain't what I've been doing. Man, I go out here late at night, lad. There's no lie. I go out here late at night all the time handing out blankets, mm-hmm. pillows, and food. Like, whenever my boys have on parties and stuff. Uh-huh. Hey, bro, don't throw it away, bro. Let me go drop this off, bro. You know what I'm saying? I live right by the bridge. Let me go get this away. Mm-hmm. What I look like recording that shit every time I do that? That's so yeah. ingenuous. You know what I'm saying? So disingenuous. I don't like doing it. Right. Like, when the time for that we doing something, yeah, because it's the world we live in, but not for me to be notating or, mm-hmm. man, I don't like nobody. Be like, I mean, like, even I went to South Africa, I gave away all that money. They were just like, hey, bro, don't bow to me. Don't. Right. You can cry and know what I'm saying? Thank me, but that's it, bro. I'm right. just doing what I feel like because if I can spend some money on some extracurricular activities, surely I can <laughs> I give can money. Do this, I can right. do my this. And I try to have that on balance for it though. If I done spent some money doing some stuff that that I ain't saying I shouldn't be doing, but if I can if I can have some fun and pleasure, then I can spend it to help change some lives too. Right. Do you, you know do what I'm you, saying? Do you find it bro I'm let you I can't answer that. Do you find it difficult to have a good heart and do good things for your people because of pro 
because of the prolification of people with less morals taking advantage of that situation. I think they they uh, they not used to doing podcasts no more. <laughs> that's a that's a damn Facebook a messenger call. Uh, but um, <laughs> I, um, it's um, repeat that again. I said, do you find it hard to be? Do you find it hard for yourself to have a good heart and do things great for your people because of the fact that there are people with less morals who might want to take advantage of said of those things? But see, that's another blessing by me coming from the streets. I ain't gonna lie though, right? Uh huh. I know. Okay. I grew up in a household. <laughs> I grew up in a household with, right. you know what I'm saying? This right. uncle was on hair run. This right. uncle was smoking crack. This uncle was an alcoholic. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? Grandparent born 1914. They put that game in me, man. Okay. So I had I had to, I had to watch every last uncle for, you know what I'm saying? From um, stealing, trying to get me to get grandma keys and go in the refrigerator and get her money or her right. weed that she got or her beer. Uh-huh. So I had I had to learn game quick. Mm-hmm. So people that know me. And from born home, they know that my uncles was the best in the world mm-hmm. at what they did. Right. And so I was raised by some real, I was raised by some real G's, man. So your grandma was real G. Oh man, you can't, you can't get you, mm-hmm. you can't, you can't, you can't. So it can't, you can't get over on me. Like even when I'm out there, when I'm even out there, I'm feeding the homeless and giving away money, right, mm-hmm. and doing stuff. Hey, bro, you ain't got to come with no story. Mm-hmm. This the line. This is what we giving away. Mm-hmm. I don't want to hear none of that because you ain't getting no extra. Right. Keep your sad story. You know what I'm saying? The women over here need money to shower because mm-hmm. they got like houses in the um, bluff where you got to um, pay to shower. Mm-hmm. And so we going about this um, feminine product um, and we giving away money. You know what I'm saying? Where women can go shower. Anything extra, bro, I don't want to hear that at this point because that ain't what this for. So you got to kind of um, mute that because that ain't what I'm out here for. Right. Because if I give you an extra 20 she gonna want it. He, he gonna, gonna want, want it. it. So get what, bro? I love you, but not today with your BS and your excuses. Right. Don't try because they see you doing stuff. Everybody ain't equipped to be able to handle that. Mm-hmm. No, that's why the Bible says if you go out there and that I'm valid now. You got to be able to handle them demons. Right. I come from the demons. I know how to handle them. Like you can handle them with love. In this world, you can say whatever you want to say to people. It's how you say it. Uh huh. Hey, my brother, not today, brother. You know what I'm saying? I'm saying we only got enough money to give away for this right here. Right. I ain't got to humanize this person because they homeless or they mm-hmm. smell bad or whatever. You know what I'm saying? I still dap them up. Right, hey, smelling bad. Mm-hmm. I'm used to that. Right. Right. I'm used to seeing that. And you know what I'm saying? Like I'm used to seeing that in projects. Mm-hmm. So you can't nobody say that I ever called them a junkie. Right. How? When I got aunts and uncles. Exactly. No, no, no. I'm saying a cousin smoking dope. Mm-hmm. Right. I'm not doing that. What, what Cause you, I don't look at you as a junkie, right? Like you smoke crack, that don't mean you less human. Like you smoke crack, like mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying. Some of my best conversations, I used to be in the crack house late night, having real conversations with smokers. Like mm-hmm. I was always drunk. You know what I'm saying? That's when I realized that selling crack one for me because mm-hmm. I wanted to give it away. Like man, right? You know what I'm saying? It wasn't about that. Me, that you know what I'm saying? Like I stopped that man. God hit me with that about fourteen. But this ain't for you because I would feel bad. <laughs> Like, when you see a smoker, bro, uh-huh. if you built with something, if God raised you with something, and you see a smoker go to another dimension, mm-hmm. when they hit that shit, and boy, whatever you did to my they were doing, and boy, all that shit gone, and they got down. Yeah. And it's and you looking at their soul, uh-huh. bro, and they gone to another dimension, dog. Yeah. I've been witnesses. That's I what I'm saying, bro. That shit did something to me, dog. Yeah. And I was like, 
I didn't know the effects. I grew up in the crack era, so the communities wasn't destroyed yet. Right. So I didn't know what it was doing. But I just knew it changed them. Mm -hmm. Let me, you know what I'm saying? Me being managed at 12 in ninth grade, mm -hmm. fucking grown women for crack mm -hmm. who mm -hmm. ain't had no business even trying to met. You know what I'm saying? Right. And one day a lady told me, she said, boy, I remember your mama was uh, pregnant with you. Mm -hmm. I'm up here sucking your dick. Mm. And I'm, you know what I'm saying? And you just a baby still. Mm. Man, your mama found out, man, she would kill me. And, bro, she started crying, bro. And when she cried, I had mixed feelings because the head was so good. Right. <laughs> it was so good. <laughs> but I still felt her soul. <laughs> so at that point, I'm like, boy, she done made good lot of her. What? But, so I, what? but I still felt it, though, man. And it changed me, bro, for at 12. Yeah. And I still dibble and dabble a little bit. Right. But I was like, damn, man, it, it changed me. really ain't that for day, me. That day changed me, man. You know what I'm saying? Watching this lady smoke crack and tell me everything about me mm. when my mom was pregnant with me, when she gave birth. That shit hit me, man. And I knew my mom would have been ashamed of her. And mad at you. Mad at me at 12. Mm -hmm. Having sex, like, what a, man, somebody smoking crack. Mm -hmm. but, but my mom would have kept me if she'd have found out. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, But it changed me, though, for real, though, man. So God have had certain moments in my life that have changed me and have allowed me to not look at another person a certain way because I grew up this way. Right. You know what I'm saying? No, I'm saying like I've seen everybody in every walk of life. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Which I don't judge nobody. I'm able to talk to them and help them. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? I see the human side of them no matter their condition. Mm -hmm. uh, even if they don't feel themselves, I'm still like, no, nah, man, this ain't you, man. I remember when you used to be, you know what I'm saying, an electrician back in the day, bro. You used to give everybody money. Mm -hmm. I'm saying, no, I'm saying, like, I don't turn none of them dudes away even to this day, bro, because I remember when they were making money, they was helping people in the community. Mm -hmm. So I'm for, like, hey, bro, like, I remember who you were. I don't care, who, I, I, I don't care what you is today. Mm -hmm. I knew the man you were back in the right. 80s, dog, right. before you got on crack, bro. Right. That's the man I'm talking to, dog. Do you think that process helps you? I, 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 I'm not gonna ask, I'm not gonna ask that question because you just said it does. It helps with the, the progress. The uh, process helps with the progress. But what do you think that can help, like, just the councilman, the mayor, all these people who come to the neighborhood when they want to get voted for but don't return until the next election? What does it? What do we need to do to get them to understand that even though we may be poor, we may be, you know, living below the, the poverty line, we are not dumb. We see what you're doing and how you're doing it. We just don't know how to get to you besides voting for you or voting you in or out. But the problem we have is we don't want to vote somebody else in who doesn't look like us because we don't know what they're going to do. You get what I'm saying? So what we have to do to get these politicians to realize, y'all got to come to the community other than Election Day, man. Y'all got to come out here and see what's going on so y'all understand what y'all got to do in order to fix it, repair it, and, and, ha and have it move forward. Lab, Are they scared? You think they scared to come out in the neighborhood? I'm telling you what, Lab, they don't want to help, man. They are self-serving. They don't want to help. I'm not saying none of them. Right. I'm not saying as a whole they don't want to help. And, and, and the problem is, bro, white politicians get off easy because most white people um, are middle class or, you know what I'm saying, are rich, right? Uh -huh. So all they want is on um, public safety. Right. You know what I'm saying? They want to be able to walk their dogs around Atlanta. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I don't want niggas coming up robbing them, goddamn killing them. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Cars stolen. Right. And they want fair taxes. Like, don't try to jack the taxes up because y'all know we got it. Right. And on um, good schools, right? Mm -hmm. Because if I live, I don't pay all this money for this house. 
I want to maximize this goddamn school. I don't want to have to go pay forty thousand dollars a year for my goddamn son and daughter to go to private school. Right. And if I got two kids, that's a hundred grand uh-huh. a year for private school. No. No, this public school, you're going to do what you need to be doing. Right. And so they get off easy because they wants and needs are different from ours, right? But Because systematically it's set up that way. But not necessarily because, to be honest with you, those things that you said, I think that all of us wanted within the neighborhood as well. Oh, but listen to what I'm saying. But listen to what I'm saying, though. Here's, uh-huh. what, here's, the key. here's, what I'm, here's why I say this, right? Okay. The reason why I say that is because the money that's in the budget, the white folks, and on their side of town, they don't need it. Okay, I got we, you. You know what I'm saying? We need it. Mm-hmm. So that's why I told you the white politician told me that, hey, Atlanta can end poverty and homelessness in 60 days if they wanted to. Uh-huh. So the money that we have and the partners that we have, you got to think, man, we partner with Coca-Cola and Delta. Let's forget about everybody else. Those no, two no, alone, Fortune 500 no, let me give you Let me give you the top three that are powerhouse. Uh-huh. Georgia Power, uh-huh. Coca-Cola. Uh-huh. And dealt. And dealt. Right? We got enough money that we can get from them three. Let's just say Southern Company, which owns George Powell because they supply right. Home right. Depot and all them. No, we're not even talking about Lab. No, we're not even talking about the Mercedes Benz done with Arthur Blanks. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Who's a billionaire? Mm-hmm. We're not even talking about uh, his partner, uh, Mr. Uh, Marcus, Mr. Bernie Marcus, Bernie Marcus. that owned the, um, the aquarium. Home, uh, I thought he, owned, he don't own Home Depot no more, right? No, no, no that's his partner in Home okay. Depot. That's his um, partner in Home okay. Depot, but he okay. owned the aquarium. Okay. Right? Mm-hmm. We're not talking about the Phillips Arena group that is uh-huh. a billionaire group. Right? All right. We're not talking about Pond City Market that is a billion dollar entity. Mm-hmm. Georgia Power, Coca Cola, and Delta. Mm-hmm. So let's add these other people on, mm-hmm. right? They have to pay a lot in taxes that we can get their home the situation. Mm-hmm. So what I'm saying is, White people wanting these are so different from ours that there's enough money to help black folks is what I'm saying. Right. So what I'm saying, they're wanting these because ma- so a majority of black folks live in apartments. True. Not saying white don't, but I'm just saying it's more white homeowners in the, the city of Atlanta than blacks, mm-hmm. right? So homeownership pay different taxes. That's true. And they want different things, and they're, you know what I'm saying? A lot of them, you know what I'm saying? They're in their community within the community. Right. And so, a black folks not so much dialed lovers to the point where white folks are as far as making a day of stuff and just be at the, the belt line that's with their dog. They just want to be left alone this then the third, right? Right. Black folks, like, you know what I'm saying? White folks part and do stuff different, but we are two different species that have two different want and needs, right? Okay. Because white folks, know that sometimes that blacks are inferior to them as far as like you wouldn't openly do certain stuff to a white person that you would do to a black person mm-hmm. and then the mindset of you know what I'm saying of harming a white person nigga know hey but I might get a hundred years mm-hmm. if I do this to this white person but we black on black crime no regards you mm-hmm. feel what I'm saying so that's why I'm saying that what they want and asking for they not calling their council members saying hey they call that council member saying, hey, man, we need to get all these folks off the block, whether they black, white, or whoever. Right. You know what I'm saying? Get them off this block. Right. You know what I'm saying? Here's what we want over here. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? We want this fixed. They not asking, you know what I'm saying, for after school money for their kids. Right. A job programs. They, you know what I'm saying? Right. They're right. not asking for a job program. They're not asking for, um, um what are some of the things like a- uh, um, Tutoring. Right. They're not asking, hey, bro, the stuff that we need money for, asking for, they don't care about- 
with proms and all that stuff that we care about spending all that money on prom and all Mm. that. Man, they don't care nothing about that. Where they spend money and what they value is different than blacks, right? Right. So there's enough money in the pot to help black folks. Mm. The only problem is is that there's not a there ain't white people that represent the black area. Mm. And so it's left to all black folks and they don't wanna help. Like they don't wanna help. Let me tell you something, man, it's money in there to help, man. These white organizations are getting funded by white folks. Mm. And some of these black folks are funding white organizations. Mm. The city and the mayor's office, they fund a lot of white organizations. Oh, wow. And there's a lot of black organizations out here that should be getting funded. Funded. Like, like for example, I've had my nonprofit since 2016. Uh-huh. I never got a dime from the city or the state. Never. Mm-hmm. I only applied once, didn't get it. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? No, I applied twice. Helped them push the message out on social media that they need people to apply. Mm-hmm. And still didn't get it. Right. But I ain't cry. I know people that had just got a nonprofit that were forging and stuff. Mm-hmm. Hey, that's the world I come from. I come from the scam world. Right. I ain't right. gonna knock nobody who scam and didn't have it legitimate. I had legitimate. Hey man, that's how the cookie crumble. Right. I right. didn't get it. I didn't get it. Cool. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But I'm just saying it's nonprofit out there that don't get nothing, nothing. from the city, bro. Right. And you got Urban League and all these other folk, man, they rush and get that money to these white organizations. You know what I'm saying? And these black churches that been getting it forever. Mm-hmm. And ain't done nothing for within nobody the at all, bro. And they still get it. Yeah, that's that's one of the things that, you know, I have a little issue with with the church and the black community is that they get so much money. So they, much they money. They tax man. exempt. And there's no way if you have a church within the community that the people around the community should be struggling, looking for after school programs. You should be giving after school programs at the church. Because technically, Amen. technically, the people in the neighborhood pay for the church anyway. They pay for the church anyway, man, yeah. So if you are coming, if you have a church within that neighborhood, you see that they need after-school programs, they need tutoring programs, they need job fairs and things of that nature. The doors of the church should always be open. Always be open, man. You know you're getting grants. I mean, I don't want to hear about your your $69 million plane when Ms. Jones can't pay her rent today. And don't build your church so pretty and beautiful right. that you don't want folks up in there right. except for Sunday. <laughs> nah, man, like you said, they need to be in there after school. Right. right. And I agree, man. It start with the church, man. And another thing I want to talk to all people about, man, they need to pay attention to politics to the point where I get so many people that I don't even know. Like, people tell me, hey, man, I seen your sign, man. I see you running for a Fulton County seat. Oh, man, I live in uh, Union City, man. I can't vote for you. I'd be like, <laughs> right hey man we so ignorant to politics for mm-hmm. real though like we don't even know man people that live in South Fulton think cause it's a new city that there's like you living like like it's called South Fulton uh-huh. it's still Fulton Fulton County. County it the still gets county South, services right the city is South Fulton right you live in the city of South Fulton but your county is it's still, still Fulton. Fulton County right so now I got to go back and debunk this whole campaign. I got to break it out like a third grader right. and tell people that, hey, man. So now I got to go out, spend money on signs mm-hmm. that says Palmetto, Faber, Union City, mm-hmm. College Park, Old National, mm-hmm. Atlanta, mm-hmm. Sandy Spring, Roswell, well. Alpharetta, <laughs> Johns Creek. It's all Fulton well, County. They don't be, man, that shit crazy, man. I'm like, how you not know you don't live in Fulton County, though, man? Because I live of, in Atlanta. 
Hey man, Atlanta's the city, bro. The county is Fulton and the state is Georgia. Right. That shit, man. That shit crazy, man. <laughs> I think a lot of times we get so we get so caught up on, and I think it's by design. We get so caught up on president with a president, and the president don't do nothing for us. He has nothing to do with what goes on. In, I mean, he may say whatever he want to say, but and that's during election time. But when it comes to the city of Atlanta and the county of Fulton, the people within those council seats, those those uh, the mayor and all those people are the ones who control what goes on within yeah, that bro. city. Absolutely, absolutely. That money come from the White House to the governor to the largest city in the state, mm-hmm. which is Atlanta. Right. And the largest county in Georgia is Fulton County. I, I think people need to think. Why do you think that the 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 state wants to take over the airport so bad? Why do you well, think they, the state they they don't want to take over the airport so bad because the airport's doing a bad job. They want to take the airport so bad because of the amount of money that comes through that airport. Money, 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 money. Airport makes a lot of money, man. It's like the Federal Reserve. They print right. money. They, they print money there. They, they print money there. I ain't gonna lie, they print money at the airport. Do you know the amount of people coming through the airport? Not only international things and, and transferring money over, getting fees from the transferring the money over because they're going downtown. The amount of money that comes oh, through, people don't realize the amount of money that the oh. airport generates. Oh, man. The it's airport so generates a, the fuel taxes from the planes. The plane taxi. The only reason I know because I work for a service that does this. The amount of money that comes from the airport is a lot, and that's why this people don't people got to get more involved with the with the politics within the city, county, state government. Oh, they got to. They, they got to wake up. They got to wake up. There ain't no way around it, lad. They got to wake up. And I don't know what it's gonna take for us for it to happen, but it needs to happen. I don't guess posting on Instagram, making a meme or a meme or something, and telling folks, you know, <laughs> by Felicia, this is your government. So I don't know. It's, something's gotta happen to where we can understand the processes in which we live in. Hey, bro, I can't get Trump on the campaign, man. You know, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I, I, I you know, I, I, uh, I don't have an issue. I don't have an issue with Trump. I like him more than I like Biden. Mm-hmm. I mean, I ain't, I ain't going to be shy. You know what I'm saying? I ain't going to be shy to say that, man. I don't think Joe. I think Joe is, um, you know, you know what I'm saying? Like, um, his videos is um, surfacing now by him talking about um, Palestine, the hell with the Palestinian people. Mm-hmm. He was speaking about, you know what I'm saying, uh, Israel, you know what I'm saying? And then you know, all the videos about black folks, like mm-hmm. he done spoke on all them years. And my whole thing is, yeah, I think Trump have said some racist stuff over the years, like with them part on um, Fireball and mm-hmm. Nine that was up there. You know what I'm saying? Probably some more unquestionable stuff. But my whole thing is that I I can respect somebody like Trump because I know who he is. Mm-hmm. No, I'm sorry, I know what he's going to say. And some people say, yeah, he give... Um, power to the other races that want to go out there and say and do stuff. Mm-hmm. I say so does Joe Biden. Right. Like he, like those who know Joe Biden know he's a racist. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I always have been a racist. You know what I'm saying? He been calling us what? Um, monkeys and, you know what I'm saying? All type of, you know what I'm saying? Derogatory name for years. For years. Calling us those names, man. For years. And it's like, man, at least Trump not a politician to the point where he's going to be passing laws and stuff to hurt us. Right. Biden is a politician. Right. Trump is not trying to figure out 
how to move that money and making moves outside the U.S. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? To keep his family legacy going. Hey, man, I'm okay with that when you're at the top. I mean, I mean that's what we got to choose from. Right. I'm not saying I'd rather have um, Trump than somebody, you know what I'm saying, our own, but if, right. out of them two we got to choose from, I'd rather have him than smoking Joe all day long. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? I, I mean, I just rather have... I just rather have him, like I said, he's not a politician, so his team are not full of people that are going to be right on policy and that hurt us. Okay. He ain't got no policy political team. He got okay. a money team. It's all about the, 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 the bottom line. It's all about the bottom line. He got a money team. Trump is a, he a money man. Mm -hmm. He's not a politician. He a money man. So I can respect it. Mm -hmm. I'm just saying, I can respect it out of the two. Out of the two. Not saying he the best choice we got. I think that um, um, um but it show you the state that we in in America where I'm just about to say he's that. the best <laughs> damn candidate. Like all this stuff we got going on, the nigga leading the poll on the on the Republican side. <laughs> like that showed you the state that we in. I don't like none of them that's running, right? Right. No, I'm saying no, I'm saying none of them that's running. But I would rather have him than any of them uh -huh. because he's not a politician. Okay. We don't need a politician at the top. They ain't gonna tell us what we want to hear, right. what we, we what what they think we want to hear. Anyway, we need somebody that's go, you know what I'm saying, flow the money. Right. Like they messed the economy up already with this damn um, uh, PPP and all this other loan money they gave, and it made people lazy don't go back to work. You know what I'm saying? Change the face of business, like mm -hmm. you know, all that money. Hey man, keep it going. I think the, I, I I yeah, I think the problem that a lot of us have with Trump is it's not the fact that he's a money person. And this was any politician. Um, it's the fact that, for me, the fact that racists love him and support him, so there's got to be something there. And the other problem is that he seems that he will say anything to get uh, elected. Hey man, Trump which all of them will do. But he's straightforward with, like, I'm going to, like, jump over. Yeah, I like when cows jump over the moon. I love it. Hey, man, that's what I, <laughs> But listen, this is why I love him, though. This one reason why I like him. I'm going to say I love him. This one reason why I like him. Cause he'll say anything, and we know he be damn lying and be reaching. Mm -hmm. That's why I like him, cause he ain't saying stuff like, "Oh, you ain't black enough, you don't vote for me." Right. He's saying, "Oh yeah, that was my idea. Yeah, I, yeah, this is what I'm gonna do." Mm -hmm. And we know Trump lying though. <laughs> we know he lying when he says certain stuff. He ain't gonna do it when he always say, "Oh yeah, I was the first one to do that." Yeah, that yeah. was my plan. Hey man, we know he lying. Right. Man. We know he lying. Hey, proud boys. Stand by and stand down. <laughs> I, like, I just like when he get up there and say stuff, man, because like he's an entertainer, though. Right. Right. So. But is people, that what we want for our for our for our? See, listen. Here's the thing, though, Lab. We be so caught up in train uh -huh. that it's the America, the country. Uh huh. Your president is selected for America. The corporation. Right. We're we so caught we up. We know it's a corporation. That's what I'm saying. Everybody so should lab, know it's listen, a corporation. But Lab, they don't. Lab. Oh, okay. Lab, you only set up your articles of incorporation. Uh -huh. You got your president. You got your secretary. You got your vice president, president. You got your treasurer. Right. Your chief of staff and all that. We are corporation. Lab, we are not a country. America is a corporation. Uh -huh. Right? District of Columbia. So we got to take a history lesson, right? This is what we got to understand the United States of America. Only the 13 colonies are truly a part of the United States. Right. Right? New the original Orleans, 13. Right, the original 13. The 13. So when Kanye said 
George Bush don't like black folks. He didn't go to New Orleans. Guess what? New Orleans is not a part of America. Right. The French Revolution and the um the Louisiana Purchase. The French own Louisiana still to this day. That's why they speak Creole. That's why they speak Creole. Mm-hmm. It was it was bought by the French. Mm-hmm. Texas. Oklahoma um, belonged to the Native American. Mm-hmm. Texas. Sam Houston Mexico. and them uh, killed the Mexicans and named it Houston, Texas. Texas. Y'all look it up. His name uh-huh. Sam Houston. Uh-huh. <laughs> Him and the white boys killed all the Mexicans, took the land and called it Texas. Texas. That's why Texas is the super highway that goes straight from Mexico to uh, Texas to Canada. Mm-hmm. Right? So let's think of all the names in Texas if y'all ever been in El Paso, um, Texas right there. Mm-hmm. So, Texas was Mexico, right? Uh huh. Las Vegas, mm-hmm. Arizona, California. All that's Mexico land, bro. Mm-hmm. It's not a part of America. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Like when they get out to the get down there, right? And a part of America. Mm-hmm. That's why the people, uh, when the Louisiana Purchase called the Trail of Tears, mm-hmm. walked from Louisiana all the way to Oklahoma. Oklahoma, right? How we got to. That's why those people up in Oklahoma and all them places on Nebraska and all that got all that land and mm-hmm. the cornfield. That's why you, why you, why you think, bro? Gentrification and all that don't happen in them parts of town. Well, for one, it belongs to Native Americans. That's that's, that's, that's what I'm saying. And like you, they and still, the United States has no government over those those. And areas. they signed them treaties. That's the what treaties, I'm saying. Right. They signed them treaties, bro. Right. Them treaties are forever, bro. There's no big buildings out there. Ain't no big. Hey, bro, you're not doing you're not that in that area, bro. <laughs> America don't own that, right. bro. Right. Only the original thirteen, bro. From what? From um from Delaware, Virginia, um, District of Columbia, Pennsylvania. Philadelphia, Maryland, Maryland, on, on, on and, and Rhode Island, Island, North Carolina, North Carolina. Yep, I, don't, so. I don't even think South Carolina does. I don't even know if it, it might not be South Carolina. Yeah, it's probably why strong thermal they do what the hell they want to do. Right. You know what I'm saying? Cause the back of South Carolina go to the Savannah ports right. too. Uh-huh. So, Georgia. I think Alabama, Kentucky, and all them, right? Mm-hmm. Tennessee. So uh, that's what I'm saying, bro. That is America, bro. Mm-hmm. America running it. them. The, think about it, bro. Them the strong, strong Bible Belt country. Slavery mm-hmm. states, bro. Them the that's what America running on. Mm-hmm. The rest of Vermont and all that, no, they were free. I think Vermont, not no. Well, Vermont, New Hampshire. Ain't Vermont? You know what I'm saying what the um what the Quakers land that uh-huh. when Vermont, um, Plymouth New Rock didn't land on us. All that up there, bro. Uh-huh. That's what I'm saying. All that up there was free, bro. They was free. Yeah, the Boston Tea Party and all that was with slavery in, in, in the 1700s. That's what I'm saying. It wasn't when they were trying to abolish it. That's what I'm saying, bro. Right. America. America ain't 50 damn states. Right. How are we going to incorporate Hawaii all of a sudden? No. Wasn't the original. Mm-hmm. I'm saying we took that. Pearl Harbor, we took that. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying, that's what I'm saying, Lab. So his, that's what I'm saying. From a history standpoint, Lab, not a country. History standpoint, bro, America is a corporation. Mm-hmm. That's why they deal with, um, as the president deal with import, export, they go to other countries. Mm-hmm. If So the mayor... So the mirror ain't going to other um, countries and and making peace treaties and importing this. Uh-uh. Governors ain't doing that. The president doing that because he's the president of the corporation America, mm-hmm. bro. So here's the thing, right? When they say, "Oh, we sending twenty billion dollars of taxpayer money over here," right? Mm-hmm. All right. How are that taxpayers uh, 
money, or why we don't get a say so, and why do you get to send the taxpayer money to another country, and then you say we're in debt to the Federal Reserve? Right. But we keep doing it. We keep doing it, and you keep saying it's the taxpayers' money. So if it's the taxpayer money, how are you in debt if you're spending the taxpayer's money? Mm-hmm. You keep where's saying our ROI? Hey man, where's our ROI? Where's our where's our rate of return? Listen, lad, that's hey, lad, that's what I'm trying to tell you, lad. If if it's if it's my money that you're loaning out, and when you get that money back, let's say if you get it back with a certain amount of interest, shouldn't that interest come back to me as the taxpayer who man, paid that money come, out? It shouldn't come back to the taxpayer. But guess what? But guess what they do though, lad. Here's the game though, the corporation game. Millionaires and billionaires pay taxes, right? Right. Which we aren't supposed to. We understand the tax law at this age. Uh huh. But if I make fifty million dollars, I'm spending about twenty five million off the government. You know mm -hmm. how many people paying twenty five million dollars a year to the government, right? Mm -hmm. So when they send that money out or invest that money to do what they do, you don't get none of it back, right? Mm -hmm. And they get to send it out and do it in any, you know what I'm saying, aid other countries. You know what I'm saying? So the, you know, you know what I'm saying? So the IRS is a government entity that's not ours. Because mm -hmm. you got to understand now, the District of Columbia, Columbia. Which is not a state. Which is not a state. Which is not a part of the United States. Not a part of the that's United States. That's why they States. call it District of that's Columbia. That's why they call it District of Columbia. A lot of people don't realize that. Right. D.C. is not a part of the United States. Right. It's the District of Columbia. They get to do whatever they want to do. That's why the IRS, everything is up there. Mm -hmm. Because they get to do what they want to do, bro. That's what I'm saying. It's not a country, lab. Mm -hmm. You do not see the check this out, lab. I'm going to show you why it's not a country, lab. Because guess what? Guess what the spirit just told me. You don't ever see D.C. If District of Columbia run everything, why is it not the District of Columbia? Why is it USA then? Right. Why is it not District of Columbia is USA? But the USA elect the president who sits in district of columbia mm -hmm. how did that work bro the country is electing an unofficial state the president to act as the president of the corporation mm -hmm. that's what i'm saying that's why the president can't do nothing in other states like california guess what they do in all the other states send the national guard mm -hmm. the national guard have to come in mm -hmm. That's who went to Katrina, the National Guard. The National Guard. So yeah. when Kanye said he don't care about black folks, George Bush couldn't go there, and I can't expose it for no fool like Kanye does to prove a point. Right. Hey, bro, I can't go in. Right. I can't go in Louisiana. Right. It's run by the National Guard. Mm -hmm. And each state has its own National Guard. Which each state has state. its own National Guard to defend the state. The president can. And guess who have to enact the National Guard? The, the governor is the only one. The governor can tell the president. Because he had no jurisdiction. And they do it. They've That's what it. I'm saying, because they had no jurisdiction. They've done it recently. The like, governor has absolute state. power of his state, right. his or her state. Mm -hmm. Absolute power. The president does not. But the money that comes from the District of Columbia is generated to each governor in each state. Mm -hmm. The governors are considered department heads. That's what I'm saying, whatever bro. The states, whatever the state's import is or export, what, what, whatever it may be, Florida, oranges, whatever it may be, those exports are what funds the states, which goes through the coffers of the district. Of lab is not. That's what I'm returns. saying. Lab is not a country. Lab is right. all a corporation. Trump is running a corporation. Mm -hmm. Do we not realize that when we were kids playing Monopoly, that who owned Park Place and Boardwalk? <laughs> right. It was the donor. 
<laughs> it was the donor himself. Right. The most expensive piece of property right. on the Monopoly board was always owned by this nigga Donald Trump. Right. I'm just saying, since Monopoly came out, mm-hmm. I'm just saying, man. Right. We didn't understand the game, but I was looking at some on social media. It says that if the bank is out of money, mm-hmm. you start trading on the properties and different stuff. If the right. bank's out of money, you make your own. You know what I'm saying? You make your own bank. Mm-hmm. Those are banking rules in America because we are a corporation for sports purposes and other purposes and branding purposes. Uh-huh. It's called the USA, the United States of America, mm-hmm. right? That's the country. But if all the money in the head of your state is not even in America, it, he, in the district he's, of- he's the head of District of Columbia. So we say the president of the United States of America. How, lab? From a country standpoint, you're not. Mm-hmm. Your office, your headquarters, everything sits in the District of Columbia. Yeah, and they tried to make it a, a give a statehood reason. They was like, I, it's not, bro. It's they not. They don't realize that the laws in District of Columbia are a lot different too. Hey, bro, you go. Hey, bro, you can. Hey, bro, everything you do up there can be considered a federal charge, right. bro. It's a federal thing. I done been up there in Missouri on fence, got caught with dope in college. Mm-hmm. By the grace of God, bro, I want charged in District of Columbia. Columbia. Because that's a federal charge. Right. That's why I mean, Ray for Edmonds and all them boys were doing that in D.C. Mm-hmm. All them niggas that did everything went to the feds. Mm-hmm. It's a federal charge, bro. Yeah. Even the project, bro, listen. I read the bylaw, even the projects in Atlanta and everywhere else. If anybody ever got caught out there in the projects or uh, uh, murder anything, it could have been a federal charge because it's federal housing. Mm-hmm. It's HUD. It's funded by federal dollars. Oh, that's right. So if you do anything the same way, if you're on a college, I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like if you catch a drug charge, you can't get a Pell Grant. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like you got a drug charge, you can't get a Pell Grant to go to, you uh, know what I'm saying, to college. Right. Because it's federal, federal dollars. It's federal dollars. So if you ever got caught, in the project selling crack cocaine or murder, bro, they could have charged you with a federal charge because you own federal property. Property, that's federal. Yeah, yeah. but they never did it, but I'm saying they could have done that, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they could have done that, man. Mm-hmm. So we just don't be knowing, you know what I'm saying, enough about politics and the law, man. And we just be out here. I was out there blind for so many years. Right. I'm just saying we don't be knowing, man. And, 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 and man, we... We got to raise up some young black boys and girls to know, to understand politics and run for office who don't need the money. Right. Like, luckily, God have blessed me over the years in the way I was raised that I ain't got to do nothing in this world for money. Right. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So that that is what I think make a good person to be in office mm-hmm. when you don't have to do it for the money. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And then another thing, too, it's two psychologists that go on with black men for real, though, lab. If you haven't been a ladies' man, and you're not used to having pussy, mm-hmm. and you're not used to making no money, you shouldn't be elected to office. You know what I'm saying? Because, because if you're the governor and the mayor, I said, "Council, pussy coming, right. all pussy coming, like mm-hmm. you ain't never had it before." Mm-hmm. If you ain't used to it, you don't know how to handle it. You gonna fuck up. Oh, cause you're not gonna turn it down cause you ain't never had it. Right. You're not gonna turn it down. You ain't never had it. You need to have a strong oh. constitution. And you ain't never had that. Free. <laughs> and guess what? But lab, you're gonna get the best sex of your life. All right. Because you the mirror of the government, city council, because they fucking the power in you. Mm-hmm. So they're going to give you their best. You're going to get the best head. Mm-hmm. You're going to get the best sex. Because, because of that power. It's because the power. Right. And you, sir, ain't never had it. You're going to DMX. Y'all going to make me lose my mind. They're going to overdose Up on in here. Right. I'm telling you. That money's another. <laughs> and if you a, never a had a job drug. and never made a money, so guess what? 
not only have you never made the money laugh, you don't even know how to move and do stuff in a way because you ain't never had to move and go under the table and right. you never had to do that. Mm -hmm. So you don't know how to even move that way. Mm -hmm. You feel what I'm saying? Right. So you get caught with your hand in the cookie jar and you get caught with your hand I mean with your pants down. Right. You can't do that if you ain't never if hey man, it's a recipe for disaster, brother. True. No, I'm saying I True. I, I've seen it's a recipe for disaster. So how do you think we can mold those young minds into understanding that there's a bigger purpose? We gotta find than the guys, money and all that other stuff. We gotta find boys and girls that are raised different, right? Mm -hmm. Now we gotta find young men that are sexually disciplined. Mm -hmm. That ain't gonna get in there and lose their mind. And mentally you might, strong. You might two step here and there, but you don't mm -hmm. go in there and you know what I'm saying, get all the way naked. Right, you know what right, I'm saying? Right. And you ain't gonna be moved by the money over helping your people. Right. Like, you can find people that are morally, like, mm -hmm. I knew some guys that I know that weren't going to never be the type of guy that's trying to have sex with every girl, right? right. That's okay. Right. So, them the type of guys you want that ain't trying to have sex with everybody. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can admire your beauty, but, hey, I ain't, right. I ain't trying to do the, all that, the, right? the, the, uh, the process and the, and, the, and the progress is more important to them. It's more, it, it's more important. Right. That, Hey man, the process and the progress are right. important, and that has to be, bro, because right. you can always make you some money. Mm -hmm. It's gonna come when you're doing right by the people. It's gonna come because they gonna do right by you. Man, they gonna do right by you. It's gonna come. Right. You ain't got to short chain the people by taking no money, and you ain't gonna never win by trying to sleep and abuse and use women. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? With your power to have sex. Right. You ain't going to win that you way. Miss John. Miss John going to cook you a good meal every hey, night. Hey, man. Like Lauren Hill said, man. How you going to win when <laughs> right. you ain't right within? You right. can't. You ain't got to do that. No, I'm saying like right. you said, man. Like, man, wherever you go, if you do right by your people. That's why Marion, <coughs> Marion Barry was elected so many times. Mm -hmm. He got caught smoking crack. He got caught doing all type of stuff. Mm -hmm. That people elected this nigga over and over and over and over because he took care of the, the people. people. He took care of the people without a shadow of doubt. I was reading he a book people, by uh, Klaus, Klaus, Klaus recently. I'm, I'm still reading it. Um, called Strategy. They say you ain't got to know what the mental capacity or the mental struggles of the people are, but you do have to know what the people need and want in order to make the progress and the and the uh, and the winning of the war uh, profitable. Hey man, you, you 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 get what I'm saying? Like you do, you don't have to know every day what's going on within yeah. the people's house, yeah, yeah. but you damn sure need to know what the people need and want in order to make sure that their house is standing on strong foundation. You you got to man, and there's enough resources lab where you can help the people, man. This is what I be, this is what's so funny, man. When I be hearing like uh, like um king and queen talk, right? Mm -hmm. We as people that live, you know what I'm saying, over in North America. Mm -hmm. I don't truly understand the concept, right? Right. Because a king bloodline from where we come from. Right. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? You're kind of like I'm chosen to be the king. It ain't you got to wait to all these people that like the queen of England and all that, right? Right, right. And you're going to choose your queen. But your queen is the one that say, hey, the one. Hey, man, the people saying off with the king head, but right. you better get it right. But right. You know what I'm saying? Here's what you need to do. Here's what it knows. And here's what's going on. They don't like the taxes that you're putting on them. You know what I'm saying? They don't like you doing this and the third. That's why you have to have a real solid queen because the queen is the one that deal with the people. Mm -hmm. And the queen is the one that kind of like, 
I'm saying like um like pass down the religion and all the different stuff. Right. You know what I'm saying? To make sure so she the one out there in the you know what I'm saying? The streets. That's why on the chessboard, the queen go places the king can't, can't go. go. Right, like right. People don't realize that. The king ain't always welcome certain places right. because of his strict rules or he might be. You know, that's why the queen the protects the king on the chessboard. Hey, the queen protects the, the king on the chessboard. Like, that's why I say certain things in life I think God have here for us to learn and understand. <laughs> like, the queen can go anywhere. On that chessboard. Left, hey, the right, king up, can down, sideways. Right. Hey, man, the queen go anywhere. Hey, that king can get caught and captured. Right. That queen can go anywhere. And that queen can also be protected. If people come in the town to kill the king, mm -hmm. right? He might can't have a nigga might give him up, you know what I'm saying, depending on how he treating the people. But that queen gonna be protected, she gonna be here. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Cause she been there on the on the ground with the people. Now if you stubborn and ain't gonna listen to the queen, you're gonna fail as a king. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? But if you listen to your queen, you're gonna succeed. Mm -hmm. That's why we have to choose wisely and choose right, because right. Your queen ain't going to fail you because her heart is with the people. Right. Because normally you choose the queen from a monster town. People. You don't bring the queen from Ethiopia, you know what I'm saying, over here. You know what I'm saying? You choose the people that are right there amongst your people because right. she know how to treat her people. Mm -hmm. You don't bring somebody from over there because she look good and the sex good. <laughs> no. <clears throat> you choose your queen from amongst the people because right. her heart is going to always be with the people she grew up with right. and she amongst, man. Right. You know what I'm saying? But That's we true strategy. Hey, bro. <clears throat> Coretta was able to check Martin because she was black and solid. Mm hmm you know what I'm saying? Betty Shabazz was able to get in Malcolm if she needed to because she was from the streets. Mm. Hey, bro, hey, brother, hey, now. All right, now you might be this out there. Hey, man, you need to check yourself. Right. You see what I'm saying? <clears throat> a man with a strong willpower and power got to have a woman he respect. Because mm -hmm. guess what? I might not listen to you at 930, but by 12 o'clock, that shit going to come into him and be like, you know what, man? I, I need to get this right. Yeah. She was right, man. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because the stubbornness and the ego of the man might not want to hear it in that hour. Same as a woman. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? But the respect and the love, you're going to self-check yourself later and be like, man, you know what? I don't have to treat the people this way. Mm -hmm. I do need to do better. I'm not doing right. Mm -hmm. And if I want peace with this woman and the people, I need to do what's right. Because I can do what's right. What is it profiting me to, you know what I'm saying, to smash the people and don't do right by the people? It ain't profiting me nothing. But I'll be forever love if I do right, right by, by the, the people. people. There's some mayors to this day that can't walk around Atlanta with their head up high. Mm -hmm. I'm say, there's some city councilmen can't walk with their head up high. There's some commissioners, some governors. They haven't done right by the people, man. Right. You know what I'm saying? I lead this world. I want to be able to, I mean, I lead office or whatever. Whatever I decide to stop doing. On people like, man, god damn, man, you ain't too ugly on that microphone to speak up for us, right. man. Hey, man, we still need you. <laughs> right. Like, I want people to believe in what I'm doing and be authentic. And, you know what I'm saying? Can't nobody never say they done paid me off to do nothing. Mm -hmm. Oh, man, we paid him that. And he stopped speaking for the people. Hell to the now. Right. Hell to the now, now. I'm going to take your money, because use it with the people, that. and still speak right. up and, for them. Right. That's <laughs> what I'm saying. So, so, man, that's the thing, man. Mm -hmm. You got to have a solid partner, if you got a partner. Mm -hmm. And if you don't, you just got to have a solid team. Like, I got brothers all the time, you know what I'm saying? Like, um, brother, we started doing a podcast with my brother Mike, uh -huh. right? Mike, 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 one of them guys that always been Mike. Right. Always been Mike. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? Right. <laughs> he ain't going to change. Like, he's solid. Uh -huh. 
Like he ain't gonna be fake with you. He gonna tell you what you want to. He ain't gonna tell you what you want to hear. Right. He gonna keep one hundred with you. And Mike is a brother that you know. That if he wasn't married, he could be a player. Right. Right. But girls have always liked Mike. Mike right. was a two sport athlete. So Mike done seen it all, been there. Right. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. So I commend guys like that who are family men. Like don't give in to the lust and temptation. Mm -hmm. Like I can go to him and ask him anything about life. Like he know it. So we got to have people that be like, hey, bro, I heard your speech, bro. You you did good right here, bro, but you might want to, you know what I'm saying? Right, right. Boom, boom, boom. Oh, hey, bro, yeah, keep your foot on the neck, bro. Yeah, I see what you're doing. I like what mm -hmm. you're doing. Uh, I like to have people I can go to and ask about certain things. Right. Like this, then the third, or even guys like yourself who be like, hey, bro, I'm a lover, bro. I ain't with all that. <laughs> right. right? Because there's a space for it all. Right, right. Because that's who we are. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? There's a space for it all because... The lover side of me might need to hear some stuff from you and right. be like, hey, bro, you might not. I need to incorporate the lover side and this side. Because mm -hmm. at the end of the day, you can't be this player for life. Right. You got to, hey, man, like Marvin Gaye said, hey, man, need some loving. Like, right. you got to have, you know what I'm saying? Because that's what we all about, love. And no matter what race you are, gay, straight, you know what I'm saying? Everybody want love. You know what I'm saying? Everybody want to be loved and they want to love. Right. You know what I'm saying? No right. matter who that's you how are. We, that's how we built as people anyway. That's how we built as people. On the human, once we get past the race, mm. the sexual orientation, the human side, it's about L-O-V-E. Love, respect. Love, respect. Man, that's that's it. Love, respect. And, and, and if a man, I don't care how big a player a man is, how single he is, if he come across a woman that he can respect, and that he feel like that he can love it. You know what I'm saying? She's going to have his back. He'll change them ways, mm -hmm. man. Like, he'll change them ways. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? He'll change them ways. Anybody would change for love. Yeah. But the only problem is this day and time is that. It's hey, hard man, to find. It's, it's a fleeting. It's a it's, fleeting. <laughs> hey, man. It's a listen, fleeting lab, career. <laughs> lab, forget about love, lab. It's hard to find a girl that's to chill and have fun with. Right. We ain't talking about sex. We ain't talking about going out. We just conversation. I mean, we ain't talking about, hey, man, there's conversation, having fun, and trying to have simple fun. Mm -hmm. Why we got to spend my money all the time? Right. Why we just can't have fun and go out and, like, you know what I'm saying? Why we can't stay in and play Uno and have shots for liquor if we drink? Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Have shots for some. And, yeah, we're going to go out. Right? We're going to go out and have mm -hmm. fun. But don't make that the main focal point of, of this situation. Right. Like, we got to go out and have... And, and spend my money all the time. Why we just can't go have natural fun? Right. It's and hard with to find you a girl to have being fun. within the community and doing all the things you do with the community, you need that quiet time. Hey, you man. need to be able to come somewhere with somebody. And I'm just speaking on just in general. No, and you need it. to be able to come and have somebody who's going to roll your back and say, man, let's play some strip uno or something. Just something to get your mind because tomorrow you're going to deal with the exact same thing that you dealt with today because hey. you are in the community. Your phone not going to start reading just because you were home. And Nobody, I take that time. Like, I right. ain't going to I take that. <laughs> Listen, I take, and I try to get certain people, man, like, it's, like, I try to get certain people, like, like I'm the type of person, right? I'm single. Mm -hmm. I have fun, but I respect my married friends, mm -hmm. right? I respect them to the point where I ain't bringing no girl that you trying to do. Nope, I respect them. Mm. But at some time, I know my friends are married. They got family. They work. Sometimes they need to get out of the house. Mm -hmm. So if I got an event I'm going to, hey, bro, you want to come to this event? I know you just need a woosah for a mm. minute. It ain't about getting away from your wife. She nagging and all that. Everybody need a, you know what I'm saying, a breather. The wife need a breather. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? You need a breather. The kids need a breather from parenting mm -hmm. sometimes. Everybody need a breather, man. Right. You know what I'm saying? So I respect love so much that I'd be like, hey, man, let's go like, like, 
I love talking to my married friends because I admire them, mm-hmm. especially the guys. Like I'm saying, like I got a probably about, I got a few friends that probably like Mike to the point where they, you know what I'm saying, they they could be out here playing around if they didn't if they chose to. Right, right. But I don't have very few friends that could give me solid information from a street side and a and corporate, corporate side, side and all this. Right. You know what I'm saying? Mike might be like one of three, mm-hmm. right? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So what black men don't realize is we all need that. Like, you send me positive messages. Mm-hmm. You tell me, like, hey, like, bro, I like what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Man, we need that sometimes from people that we respect. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And people that, you know what I'm saying, have a um, kinder um, spirit that life don't allow them to do what I'm doing. You see what I'm right, saying? Right, right. Like, you and Mike, a couple more people, hell, if you won working and family men and had the time I have, hell yeah, we'll be locking elbows at the microphone. You know <laughs> right, what I'm saying? Right, right. So I understand that at 46, like, hey, man, my brother can't do this. You know what I'm saying? My sister can't do this because life, and they got to work. It don't allow them to do this. But, right. hey, we echo the same spirit. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. So I understand and know that. But, but that's why we, in our capacity, Mike, everybody else have to get onto you and prop you up as that person to be. Because to be honest with you, I watch what you're doing. I see what you're doing. I love every minute of it. Regardless to how it comes off to other yeah. people, regardless yeah. to how it may seem to other people, yeah. I could care less yeah. because we need somebody, anybody, to speak for us yeah. with in front of those people that you get in front of. Because if we had nobody, we wouldn't know half the stuff that we know. Yeah. So for, for, for what my job is to do, what I feel like it, when you call me and say, hey, Lab, I want to come talk about this, okay, come talk about it. Because I have the platform to do it, so let's do it. Whatever we have to do to prop you up, to get you to that point to where and you need, you want to be, or where we, where God wants you to be, that's what we have to do. Our job is to do other things. My job is to talk to you and talk to you about certain things to guide you other ways. But as a, as a, as putting a unity back in community, those are things that we have to do. Like when you used to go down to your, your grandma's house and go spend some money, she said, hey, you got food. Check them, see they got food. We got to check and see if there's food in the refrigerator yeah. for when you come home. Yeah, yeah, you get what I'm saying? Yeah. Because everything that we do is food that fuels you for later on, for tomorrow, the next day, and the next day. Because we know dealing with politicians ain't easy. Hey, what? <laughs> hey, what? Hey, what? Hey, man, listen. <laughs> hey, man, it ain't They make it easy. hard as possible. It ain't easy. And then there's looking at history, man. It ain't never been easy, man. Right. And and I don't understand why why it ain't so, man. Because when I looked at, um, uh, have you seen the movie on Rushton? Uh huh. Man, so I went to the movie. I missed it on Netflix. You know right. what I'm saying? But I went to the movie. This girl, that um, um, she know what I do. So she was like, "Hey, let's go see this movie." Right, right. So I kind of knew the story. Um, but they put something in the story that kind of stood out to me. Right. Mm-hmm. I always knew that Barry. Um, Banyer, um, Rushton was the one who started the uh, nonviolent movement, you know what I'm saying, with Martin and wrote like some of the um, speeches and everything. Right, I knew right. that, right? But what 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 stood out to me was when Martin was in a corner and he had to decide whether to stand with his gay friend or not. Mm-hmm. And when he was at the march on Washington, mm-hmm. he said, Banyer Rushton, one of the finest men that you'll ever meet, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, regardless of his sexual orientation or whatever. Mm-hmm. 
He's one of the brilliant minds, and we want to thank him because he the one put them on Mars together. It weren't King. Right. He put it together without the NAACP help. Right. They did not want to do it. Oh, we. Right. Oh, but guess what though? Back then, being gay was so taboo, mm -hmm. and there were so many gays that was in the closet. Mm -hmm. Like, you know what I'm saying, we didn't know till Hoover died that he was gay. Right. So Hoover didn't have a problem with Bain and Rushton. Mm -hmm. He had a problem with it because he was gay like him. Right. He had a problem with Mark because he said Mark was a whoremonger. Mm. He didn't like men that slept with men and women. That's why he liked JFK. He was a right. player. Right. He ain't like it. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So Banyan Rushton's main thing was he wanted gay rights to be passed. Right. So when Martin and all them was getting behind him, they was like, oh, but we need to have this civil rights for, you know what I'm saying, for fair housing on that third. Bro, why do you think out of all the, the civil rights that was on the books, all of them talking about, oh, it expired in 50 years, mm -hmm. gay rights? No, 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 no. Mm -hmm. So here's what I be telling, like, the gay city councilmen and other people. Hey, bro, did you not realize you owe a debt to a black man? Mm -hmm. You can walk around gay and be a city councilman in these United States of America because of Baron Russian, yes. Martin King, and the civil rights movement. Right. So why do you try to act like that you ain't fuck what's going on as black? You right. know what I'm saying? Hey, bro. You're right. Hey, that's what I'm saying. Like, civil, like the civil rights movement... Helped the gay movement. Like, it was without a shadow of doubt. Yeah. Like, it helped the gay movement. All the way live, bro. It it helped the gay movement. It was in that um, um packaging, man. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And the fair housing, so they created the projects for the white women whose husband was over fighting the military and all right, that. They was right. giving them free housing. Um, But when Fair Housing Act came out of civil rights mm -hmm. and they moved us to the project, get what they did for them, though? They gave them housing. Gave them houses. Which is hood. Hey, man, gave them the subsidized housing. Hood. Hey, gave the white folks hood yeah. subsidized housing. Yeah. We're going to get a nigga. They moved to suburbs. We're going to get a nigga to projects. We're going to get y'all free houses in I don't the suburbs. I don't think people realize why what? the projects was on such prime real estate. Man. Like Cabrini Green was that. Cabrini Green, Chicago, where I grew up. It's on the lakefront. On the water. On the water. On I the lakefront. Why? Get out there before, right. Because Con because white women was living. living. Oh, they was. They need to live within the city because oh, the men yeah. was out of out fighting the war. They need to live and work and all that in the same area. Kind of like what we they try to call you know uh, city living. Oh, yeah. That's what they were doing. And it's, it's better to look out on the water than it is look at back of hey, the building. The first project here was Clark Howell project that we would start calling Techwood. Uh huh. Right across the street from Techwood. I mean, right across the street from damn Georgia Tech Stadium. Mm. Right across the street from Georgia Tech, bro. Right. Yeah, that was Techwood. But it was Clark Howard. They were the first um, projects in America. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? They built right down next to damn Georgia Tech. Right. Right. They didn't build that for niggas. <laughs> no, man. No white women were living over there, man. Right. You know what I'm saying? Then they moved them out to the suburb, gave them, man, free mm. housing. But here's the thing. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. This is the thing, right? And with me being around certain white people, I get it now. We have conversation. We have a real, true conversation. And that's what I tell them. Like, man, certain white people should never say, like King said, pull yourself up by the bootstrap. Y'all mm -hmm. didn't have to. Y'all didn't have to. Y'all didn't have to. Y'all didn't have to. So you can't tell a black man to pull up. Y'all have had a head start advantage because guess what? You guys, by them moving y'all and giving y'all homes, mm -hmm. you became homeowners. In Redline, our area. In Redline, our area. And then, so now you had an investment into the school system because you're a homeowner. Mm -hmm. Black folks who lived in projects 
had no voting power when it came to the school system because they don't, don't pay, pay no property tax. tax. Right. So y'all got to stop that. And we was on federal funded land, so they made sure that we couldn't we couldn't have anything to do with the school system because they already knew who lived in those apartments. I already know who lived in apartments, man. Ain't have, we ain't had no fight in it, man. Uh, but I'm going to tell you, too, what a white person told me before we get off the air. Uh, he told me that the biggest contributor to gentrification and the um, the taxes going up on a lot of stuff are black folks uh, owning single-family homes. Mm-hmm. I ain't know that. I'm still understanding that, but he kind of like broke it down and explained it to me. He was like, yeah, like, the blacks owning single-family homes is not good. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Multi-family, different stuff. Yeah, right. but not single-family. Like, it's messing. Because because you have all that. Because I'm, t- I'm going to tell you why I think and why I read um, you have all that land on that single family home property. You got one family living there, and they, if you have several buildings on that land, you got more families live there, and there's less of a home a, a housing problem. Awesome. Hey man, yeah man. So if I like like in Chicago, you know all those buildings are like they're they consider single family home, but you have three levels, three and levels each right level right. with brownstones. Each yeah. level has its own kitchen, its own, yeah. own bathroom, yeah. so you can actually get three families within that building. You get what I'm saying? So. Yeah. Those things now, you know, those things go for seven, eight, nine hundred thousand dollars now in yeah. Chicago. But when my grandmother owned one, it wasn't necessary yeah. that way. But once white folks decided they wanted to live closer to downtown, because I actually live so close to downtown, I could walk from my grandmother's house to Sears Tower, mm. and it'd be it take about fifteen, twenty minutes walk. Even though we have public transportation all over Chicago, but that's how close we live to the downtown area. Did you know why Sears went out of business? Um, they were too big. You know, Sears in Chicago owned on my side of Chicago, from Polk to Van Buren, they owned five city blocks each way. So they actually owned a whole neighborhood. That's where they factory and all that Sears was at, and all that. They just had too. They had. They went out of business because they had too much property. I'm gonna tell you. I'm going to tell you what they did. And the government needs that property. Oh, but listen what they did, though. They cashed in everything. Mm-hmm. They created Allstate. I just seen this and found this out. Allstate was a part of Sears for a long time. Yeah, I didn't know that. But yeah, Sears, um, Sears had, um, you know what I'm saying? Sears had um, secretly owned Allstate the mm-hmm. whole while. And they said the reason why they closed it down because when Allstate uh, had reached, I think, like $3 billion, mm-hmm. Sears was like, Hey, we out of here. We out here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. So, but they, so they own a lot of land. You know, they resold that, that land. They own. They own the whole city. They own almost a whole city in Chicago. Damn. Like literally, you could not walk from Polk Street to Van Buren and and not be in Sears. It just wasn't possible. I didn't know. I did not know, man. Sears was so big. It's I mean, big. when it was big, and then you could probably get. All stay you could probably man. get forty or fifty apartment buildings on that land, Jeez. and have an acre. For each, each building. One. God damn, that big. The parking lot by itself was probably five blocks. Damn. Sears. <laughs> That's crazy, man. That's crazy, man. So, yeah, man. So, um, I mean, we approached the 10 o'clock hour, man. I just want to remind everybody, man, that we got to, like the people our age, man, I'm going to say, I'm 46. I don't want to say 46. I want to say, man. 40 and over. Mm-hmm. Man, we got to really take control of this political climate mm-hmm. 
and take this voting serious and get involved, man. And and not only help get me in office, but we got to get people elected that's going to take care, you know what I'm saying, of our um, children, our youth, mm-hmm. our young adults, and our seniors, man. Like, we got to Cause we gonna be the invest soon. that time. We're going to be the seniors soon, man. And the, and the sad part about it is the way it's looking, we're going to be working past 65. Oh, they already talking about 70. And the way it's looking, man. Work till you 70, but get so scared. That's what I'm saying, because these young folks don't want to work, man. Mm-hmm. That, that, um, this 18 to 30 generation ain't working. Mm-mm. So the kids in the elementary school now, it might jump back with them. I think, I think that's where elected officials, when we talk about getting involved with politics, they got to go into these schools and we got to see them teach teach our children about politics politics the process and the and the progress we got to they got it's got to be done you can't take certain things out of school and expect the people to know yeah it's just not possible i agree because we have so many other things that when we get out of school you don't know what kids have to deal with. They may have to work part-time. They got to take care of their brother and sister. They got to do their homework. It's a lot of things that kids deal with on a day-to-day basis that don't allow them to necessarily learn the processes that they need to know. So that's why we come to school. That's when they come to school. They need to know those processes. Yeah. And politicians need to, and I don't know if it's by design that they don't want them to teach them, but they need to teach them. Man, and we need to get people in the office that wants to teach them. Man, they don't want to educate the public, man. Atlanta never had to educate the public. Mm. When Maynard, uh, Maynard ran against um, Sam Marcel, mm-hmm. which is a Jewish guy, but you know, people say white. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? We think they're white. So it was white and black, mm-hmm. right? So you didn't have to educate the people. It was like, oh, we got a black person running for mayor? Uh, let's get vote, him in there. Vote, right. right? So Maynard already knew when his turn was up. All right, Andy, your turn next, mm-hmm. right? All right. All right, Maynard, you, go, all right, you get back in there again. Mm-hmm. All right, boom. Bill Kimmel, which is from your hometown, Chicago, mm-hmm. he was the first mayor to break the cycle. Okay. Bill Kimmel had to run a real grassroots campaign mm-hmm. because Maynard Nur Andy didn't endorse him. Mm-hmm. So he had to run a real grassroots campaign because he ran against a money guy. Right. Which was Michael Lomax. Oh, yeah, I remember. Yeah, Michael I remember. was the money man. Mm-hmm. So Bill couldn't raise as much money as Michael, so he didn't have a choice but to... Knock on those. He didn't have a but to go grassroots. Mm-hmm. So... This is why Bill Campbell acted the way he acted. Now that I know the history, this is why he acted the way he, acted when he became mayor, like girl crazy and mm-hmm. all this other shit, because he was self-made. Right. Oh, the establishment went against me. So I'm going to do what I want. Oh, oh, nigga. I, I did it anyway. I'm self-made. I right. did it anyway. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like how Denzel was in the in the projects and right. goddamn training. That you niggas. <laughs> yeah, I'm putting right, case right. on all you niggas. Right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Denzel was the man, you know? Right. That's how Bill Campbell was, man, because he was self-made. You know what I'm saying? And so he broke the mold. Mm-hmm. But what really changed Atlanta was when they tried, they put Shirley in the mix. You got mm-hmm. a woman. Mm-hmm. Not that attractive. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? We don't know if she's straight or gay. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, not a politician, though. You know what I'm saying? One in the civil rights movement, she was an at man. Right. And we, and we put her head out there. And she went mayor. Right. That's when Atlanta changed, bro. Mm-hmm. That's when Atlanta changed. The political landscape changed in Atlanta. And the school system changed. Because mm-hmm. she turned the school system from kids really learning and about on literacy 
to big corporations getting in there and it's about the money. And, and testing. Yeah. Moving them forward. Yeah. Um, she, she, Atlanta changed a lot under her, bro. We went way left under her, I ain't gonna say leadership, under her administration, bro. Because mm -hmm. the leader wouldn't, you know what I'm saying? True leader don't do that. So, in the, in the coming, that's not, I'm not gonna say a few of because you know, you get busy. Sometimes you may not be able to make it, and I understand that. But in the coming weeks or whatever, as we do this podcast, what are some of the things on the schedule that you know we will do? We will talk about that. Get and you don't have to give all. Just wanted to uh, get to know you and your plans for Atlanta in the future because I, you know, so much about Atlanta being from here. It's only right that somebody from Atlanta tries to help repair Atlanta. Yeah, we gotta do that, man. And that's what. And I gotta get. Um, and that's coming from Slick. She asked that question. See, I can't see. I can't get Mike up here, man, because you know Mike can only give so much. Right, right. <laughs> see, Mike know. <laughs> Mike, Mike know a little bit about more Atlanta than I do. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because you know what I'm saying the side of town he raised on family and everything. Right. So he, you know what I'm saying? Like he can't really get but into you, certain but, stuff. But, but maybe you could discuss it with certain. No, people. but I'm just saying like I'm gonna bring some more people on right. that have some more history. Uh -huh. You know what I'm saying of Atlanta politics and different stuff. Like mm -hmm. you said, to try to repair it mm -hmm. because there's some stuff, man, that we got to repair or we gonna lose the city. And ain't about see. Here's the thing, man. Black people be thinking, white folks be thinking about some stuff. Man, white folks don't care about what we think they care about. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because they know granddad or grandma was slave owner. Mm -hmm. They made their money this way. So they ain't trying to run for office because they don't want you in their business. Business, right. So we be thinking white folk want to take over. Yeah, you got, yeah, I you feel. got some people like Doug Shipman want to be mayor of Atlanta. Mm -hmm. But he ain't got a gang of white folk trying to come in there with him. Right. You know what I'm saying? They don't want let's, no let's lay who will handle the bucket. Forty, fifty, hundred thousand dollar job. They don't want that. Yeah, Mary wanted to be married. Yeah. But Mary done seen her window kind of closed. Uh -huh. Mary done got older. Then uh -huh. her husband older. She ain't trying to go through that beat down again. Right. You know, the people talking about her and her husband mm. and different stuff. Like it, it, you know what I'm saying? You open up, you know what I'm saying? This is why I cry so much about my people when they don't pay attention. I'm not a person that really be want to run for office to have them all in my business. Right, right. Even though I don't live in no glass house. Right. I ain't got no skeleton, but I like to move how I move. Right. And when you run, you on the microscope. Yeah, why you can't do that in third? You can't. Hey, man, I might want to go have me some chicken wings at the Blue Flame. Yeah, but there's no. But, but I'm when I'm running for office, they're going to talk about it. you can't do that campaign. Yeah, you oh, can. Oh, why is he at the. I'm just saying. I'm just saying to some, ain't going to understand it. Because like, they Blue Flame business? You a lose. But I'm just saying, right? right. I'm just saying the mindset of people. Right. Oh, why is he in the? But the governor can go sit in the cheetah, mm -hmm. and have his fun in the cheetah, which is a strip club too. Mm -hmm. See what I'm saying? They just be wanna. But I'm just, I'm just saying it's the mindset. So we gotta. So I gotta bring people up here that know that Atlanta history. Mm -hmm. Like it's some guys who still alive. I'm gonna get some guys up here that was in Maynard administration. Mm -hmm. um, remember Andy Young? Mm -hmm. um, um, I'm a. I know Bill Campbell won't come. Um, but I'm gonna get some guy that worked for Bill Campbell on that race that first year he won. Mm -hmm. That can talk about how the grassroots was like, but how much fun they talk about how much fun they had. Mm -hmm. Anyone about the money for them? They just wanted to get him. It, it, I mean, the energy was so electric. Right. And I talked to Bill. Bill saying, but one man alive. No, he's saying, but two people alive left that worked on his campaign that know the blueprint. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying to the grassroots. And I got one of the guys helping me run my campaign in 24. One mm -hmm. of the two guys that's alive is helping me. So I'm gonna bring some people up here, man, and talk about this. And I want, and I can't escape this love and relation talk, man. I'm not yeah. gonna be 
so seductive with it mm-hmm. and so graphic. But, man, we got to talk about that because we losing each other. And before we go, uh, me and my friend were talking. They wanted my other friend mm-hmm. that kind of um, sharpened me up, too. Mm-hmm. Man, he said, Mula, you know what? The men rap music talk about, oh, man, fuck these bitches. Mm-hmm. The women say, I don't need these niggas. Fuck these niggas. Mm-hmm. But the kids lose out. Between both of them. Between both of them. If the man saying screw the women, and the women saying the hell with the men, this is why our kids are losing out. Cause the woman don't think she need a man. Mm-hmm. The man think that he don't need one woman. Think he can sleep around with multiple women. Mm-hmm. He ain't got to do this in the third. But the kids losing out. Mm-hmm. And we gotta talk about how do we fix that? Cause we can't say no more. Oh, the man ain't in the household now. Cause of, you know what I'm saying the woman gonna lose her section. Right. Eight. That ain't the case no more. In the case no more. Right. And guess what, brothers? It's so bad out here now that the baby mama saying, nigga, let's get your kid. Ain't about the money. You ain't got right. that, nigga. Right. Let's get your kid. Right. So we got to wait these niggas. Hey, man, ain't no more excuses for these brothers, bro. Right. So guess I what? It ain't about the money, bro. Because, you know, Let's get your son or daughter, bro. Right. Ain't about the money, bro. And we got to get out. But we got to get. Example. Hey, man, no... we got to co-parent, man. We got to co-parent. The women got to get off whatever trip they on. Uh-huh. And the men got to step up and get the kids regardless of her mouth. Mm-hmm. If you ain't got a dime, make it work. Because, nigga, you eating there. You doing something every day. You surviving every day, right. nigga. So survive with your daughter or your son. Right. However you getting it every day. Get a little bit more. Get a little bit more. <laughs> or you go with it a little less and, and you know what I'm saying, feed your son or your daughter. Like, I can't I can't take a girl on a trip uh-huh. and not took her home first like right. my kids. I, hey, before I go on that, right, before anybody say they seen this girl, because I ain't. You know what I'm saying? For anybody say they see me on social media, I'm, I'm going to make sure the kid, my kids I'm good, care my I'm children good. Whatever I'm supposed to give and my kids. And I might not can't go on a trip because my children got to be good first. And I'm going to make sure whatever I'm supposed to give my kids, I done gave it to them. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Whatever my mom need to help with, I done gave it to them. Mm-hmm. You're not going to say, oh, that nigga was in Jamaica balling <laughs> and his family needed a little help and right. he help his mom or his kids out. I can't do that in good faith, man. Right. I can't do that. So if I'm going to take a girl to Houston, you better believe my daughter going to Houston. We're going to have some dinner too, right, man. Right. I ain't finna be taking no girl to no fancy restaurant and my kids ain't never been or we don't do that as um, frequent as I date a girl. Mm-hmm. Heck no, man. I think, like I always no, say, man. I always tell myself, I write it down in my journal all the time, we just got to get the unity back in community because we, 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 get, we don't give what we require. We don't give any grace or mercy. Oh, we don't give no grace or mercy. We don't give grace and mercy to anyone, but we require it of ourselves. You get what I'm saying? And I think a lot of the times grace and mercy within ourselves that is not given to others that we require is what a lot of things are missing. You get what I'm saying? If we had grace and mercy, a lot of things would be different, but we do not have it, and we do not give it, but we require it. So if I'm not giving it to you, and you're not giving it to me, but we want it, we we just tug a warrant. Yeah, tug a warrant. You get what I'm saying? I'm going to tell you something, man. I've had and have some baby mamas from hell, right? When it comes to this, this petty nag shit. <laughs> right. I'm just being real though. I've had some baby mamas that man, if they see me out with a girl, or if they hear me with a girl, it's trouble because they'll think that because the girl look good or she dressed nice, I'd have had something to do with that. <clears throat> no, ma'am. Right. She, she. Hey, man. I didn't. I found her like that. I ain't make her like this. I she found her like this that. way. She came like this. And, and women, man, they be so jealous of the. The girl that might look a little bit better than them or look fine than them that it cause problem for the man, right? Mm-hmm. 
But a lot of women, like my baby mama, have always tried to keep me from my kids, except for one. Mm. Have always tried to keep me from my kids, try to call some. You know what I'm saying? And it shouldn't have to be that, bro. But I persevered it. Mm-hmm. And I went to court, had to deal with all this. I persevered through all of it. And I did what I was supposed to do, man. You know what I'm saying? No, I persevered it. But it shouldn't have to be that way. And I ain't never went back to my baby mama. Not one of them. Mm-hmm. Never went back and had sex with them after we done. Never. Never played with they feeling. Never. Mm-hmm. Never wanted to be with them. Never tried to be with them. Right? Mm-hmm. So you do have some women that will stand in the way, man. Of you taking care of your kid, but that don't mean, um, brothers, that you run and give up. And say, nah, she don't want me. If fine, you want to take fine. right, if you want to take care of your kids, you want to be with your kid, man. Stay the course, man. I swear, man, because it ain't nothing like seeing a part of you. You know what I'm saying? Hanging out with them and laughing. Because I ain't gonna lie, it get better later, brothers. Like you might go through it when a child one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. But, boy, when they get to be teenagers and a little older, right. man, you get to have fun with them and laugh. And now both of y'all talking about how crazy her ass is. Right. You know what I'm saying? Oh, but my mama crazy, boy. I, hey, Dad, I didn't know what you were going through. Right. Now I see it now, Dad. Right, right. And my, every one of my kids say that. Dad, I see it now. Dad, I be like, you know what? I ain't never want to badmouth your mama. Right. Because at the end of the day, she's still your mama. A single mother is still one of the hardest jobs in the world. And you're not single because you don't have no help from the man. It's just you single because you got to get them up for school and do everything every day, right? By yourself. By yourself. That's a hard job. That's very hard. I had my daughter in the sixth grade, right? I was begging her mom every day to be like, hey, man, you want to come back and get her ass? <laughs> I wasn't going to call you and say come get her, but right. I was like, boy, this shit hard. Because guess what? I like to play around and mm-hmm. mess around. I couldn't have sex with my daughter with me, like, mm-hmm. during, the, you know, during the week. I was glad she was going on the weekend where I could play. Right. So I had to be a father. Every day she was there, I had to teach her how to cook. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? She was in the sixth grade, so of course I wasn't um, bathing her, but I was right. just um, you know, I was talking to her about her hygiene, making mm-hmm. sure, you know what I'm saying? She knew how to bathe herself, had other girls to call and be like, hey, are you doing this when you wipe? Are mm-hmm. you wet? And just making sure she know, because I don't know nothing about it. Right. You know what I'm saying? You're ever talking about from the front or the back. I don't mm-hmm. know nothing about none of that shit. Right. I don't know nothing about the cycle or what she's supposed to do. So I would have other girls to call her, Donna and other people be like, hey, mm-hmm. Kyle, make sure you. You know what I'm saying? This is what you're doing. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Thank God she know how to do her hair. Right. I ain't have to worry about none of that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But I had to get up extra early. Right. Got them time I got them get out of work. I'm one of them niggas got to get off at five right now, a little early, go to school and get her. Get her. Hey, man, that shit hard, bro. I was praying she won't do nothing after school extracurricular activity. I was praying she won't do nothing. You know what I'm saying? But that single life is hard, bro. So that year, I vowed to never cuss up on my I, I ain't cussed up on my every now. Mm. Ever since then, we never had an argument. I put our ass on, I'm muting it, put the phone in, and be like, yeah, yeah, man, yeah. I ain't never argued with her mama after that because I was like, oh, this shit real. Mm-hmm. Hey, but this single life got that. I mean, this single parent shit, but this shit real. Like, you don't get no break for this shit. Right. It, every day. About 24-7. Hey, about 24-7. <laughs> like, like, man, that shit. You know what I'm saying? Can't talk sexy on the phone. You know what I'm saying? I want my daughter to be like, you know what I'm saying? Leave my daddy paid attention to me the year right. I was with him. Like, he didn't neglect me. I just wasn't there. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, he was involved. You know what I'm saying? We played every game she could think of. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Had real life concept. We watched the movie. I paused it. Hey, what you think about this? All right, what you would have done different? Or what do you think about me in that situation? Mm-hmm. If I'm the daddy, am I that type of daddy? So, man, I, hey, man, she grew up, and I had a lot of respect from her and her mama because I'm like, Damn, man, despite how goddamn crazy her mama be acting, like, I see my DNA in my daughter, and she is raising her right. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Despite how she acting with me, like, my daughter ain't a bad child, ain't fast, ain't grown. 
Like, okay. But I had a lot of respect for a single mom, bro. I didn't argue with that lady. Everything for real. To this day, she ain't got to call me for that because my daughter a sophomore in um, college. Mm-hmm. But to this day, if she called because I ain't paid my fair share as a father. Right. Because she didn't demand much. Right. And I didn't offer much. I ain't going to lie. Right. I wasn't saying he needs that third. But anytime she ever asked, though, I never said no. Right. But she didn't ask for much, and she didn't ask often. So even to this day, I give her, like you say, that that grace. Mm-hmm. I give her that grace to call me, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, and ask me because you was a good mother as far as a provider. Right. And not bugging me. You didn't cause no drama in that aspect. Mm-hmm. So... She still can call me two years after my daughter being grown and still say, hey, uh, hey, man, you got um, $60 for something. I'm late on my car insurance. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Can you help me? Yeah, I never tell her no. You know what I'm saying? To the day I die because I respect what she did as a mother mm-hmm. and she never nagged me for things for my daughter. It was other little knick-knack things. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Little petty shit that got on my nerve. Mm-hmm. But that's because there's some shit that get on my nerve. Me being a Gemini. You know what I'm saying? She got right. my nerve. You see me with a girl, you want to call and ask me for some shit. That's called. Leave me alone, man. You know what I'm saying? I got to lie. But that's how bad it was for me, Lab, as a. Bruh, the only way as a collective unit my baby mamas was happy is they thought I was. They thought I was, oh, they thought I was miserable. Right. So guess what I just have to do, Lab? Oh, man. I don't know, man. This shit's so rough. My thing about moving that Atlanta, man. This shit's so goddamn hard and rough. I could have $40,000 in my pocket. Right. Be like, well, this shit so goddamn rough. <laughs> it's hard out here. These girls tripping, man. I yeah. can't find nobody, man. I'm just go. I don't know. If they think I ain't happy, boy. They're good. I'm good. <laughs> boy, the moment somebody that say, oh, you know, I seen him at the hot game with this girl. <laughs> oh, I seen him over here. Oh, yeah. Problem. He come to petty drama. And like, bro, I had to call them and be like, man, this shit so rough out here, man. I don't know if I want to live no more. Right. <laughs> This shit that gets so hard, man. You know, man. They tell my daughter, I yeah, say, I love her. You got a mouth. Hey, they tell my daughter, I say, I love her, man. Gotta, I don't know how long I can go. Mouth. I don't know how long I can make it out here in this world. <laughs> I had to act like I was down, Black. pro, broke, busted, and disgusted. They happy now. Black oh, polar bears say y'all live oh. the exact same life. Oh, life that broke this nigga down. This nigga here. Like, but I ain't never just been the, I always been confident in me, though, like, right. Not thinking I'm better than Lab. Like, I'm right. confident in me. And I want you to be confident too, Lab. Right. Because together we a motherfucker. Right. I don't want to be big to one little Lab. Right. Hell no. Right. If I got it and Lab ain't got it, we ain't yeah. got it. Right. We got to have it for me because, like, it make Lab less than a man every time we go out on pen. Right, right. Like, he got to slap me his tab. I got to right. say, oh, it's on one check. Right. He ain't. Like, like, he might see a girl he want to date. Like, he can't take her out. Right. You know what I'm saying? And be, you know what I'm saying, live his best life because he ain't got it. Like, nah, I want to be able to say, hey, bro, you know what I'm saying? I got the tab today. Hey, right. man, nah, man, you get, you know what I'm saying? We both reaching, but like, nah, right. I got it day. You got yeah. it next time, bro. Right. Like, that's how life should be with each other, man. You know what I'm saying? It shouldn't be like, I ain't never, like, even when, like, I never been a strip club guy, mm-hmm. but whenever I went, meaning that I ain't never the guy to say, hey, let's go. Right. But if you say, hey, let's go, let's go. Let's go. But but if I'm at the strip club and I got money and you don't, I'm giving you money before we get in there. Right, right. I ain't going to pass it to you in the club. I ain't going to get no final word one and be like, hey, bro, here you go. Right. No, because then the girl know you a peon now. Right. She just see me give you the money. She know that it's gone, you through. Right. No, nigga, have your own money. I want to. I want you to walk in and buy your own ones or do whatever you want to do. Right. I don't want to give you nothing in front of no girls because that make you look less than a man. Right. She don't even know who got no money in here. 
all of us need to walk in and look like we all can, you know what I'm saying, can afford whatever fun we want. Uh-huh. That, that's how. I just hate when brothers do that, man. You you got to go to this nigga and get the ones. And, you know what I'm saying? It's but okay. some, people, some people want you to do that, though. They want to because it makes them feel. No, I ain't gonna lie, it do like, It do make some niggas feel good. Like they, the, you know but what I'm saying? I just ain't that type of nigga. Like if I'm going with you and you sponsoring, mm-hmm. cool. Because I got, I still know I got my own money. I can right. do what I want to do on right. my own. If you start acting funny, I'm still but good. I ain't got no money, mm-hmm. and I got to go with you all the time. Hey, bro. I can't be friends with I can't be friends with you, Lab. If you rich and I ain't on the way there, right? I don't expect to make what you make. Right. Go count your dollars, but nigga. Put me in position to, to hey, be man, on the let, same. Hey, let the roller coaster same kill that you yeah. going. If hey, you bro. going up, I want to be going up in the car behind you. Hey, bro. If you know the secret, you feel me? If you're on the mind, brother, don't put me on the train, bro. I'm on the <laughs> car, bro. Everybody need to be on the roller coaster with you, too, bro. I don't need that. I don't need to make. If you're making 10 million, bro. Right. Put me on the path to make a million or two, bro. Right. At least a half a million. My lifestyle ain't going to make my lifestyle your 10 million dollar lifestyle. Start mm-hmm. me out. Put me on a half a million now. Let right. me grow. Let me grow. But at least let me see that I don't want no handout. I don't right. want no handout. I can respect if you got it and you want to buy stuff. I got friends to the day that'll buy stuff and be like, "Hey, bro, I got it. It's cool." Right. You know what I'm saying? I'll try to find another way to show you my love and appreciation. Right. It's cool. But but if I were broke and busted, no, nah, nigga, I don't want no food. I don't want to drive your car, nigga. I want to be able to one to sponsor these meals and do all this and the third, nigga. Right. No, I'm gonna have my that's always just been like that. I thank God, but but so without me having to pray for this lab, there's no lie, without me having to pray for it, I thank God for this. I never had to depend on nobody to feed me. You know what I'm saying? Or to take care of me. I never had to do it. I'm talking about outside of my mom or whatever. Mm-hmm. I never had to depend on that. Because when you at the mercy of a man taking care of you, man, mm-hmm. man, that's a bad mercy to be it's, on. It's it's a it's a humbling it's humbling and degrading feeling. I'm not gonna lie to you. If it's, he's not the type of man that, and how many of them are? I mean, be, be right. Be, be, be honest. Give, you out. Right. It ain't a lot of them, bro. But how many know. of them that's is it saying. really? It ain't a lot. Oh, they ain't a lot. It ain't even. It ain't even one percent. And that's what the that's problem. A, that's, a, that's a true one percenter. Yeah. That's a true, that's a true one percenter. <laughs> and that's the problem right we have within that's a true our community. Group, bro. Yeah, we bro. have that issue. Everybody wants to be the big dog. Everybody wants to be the chief. You gotta have a few Indians. That have, amen. I, I, to I help wanna, the chief, right? I don't, don't want to. You get what I'm saying? Really gotta have to take care of nobody, and you stand still. No, no, so if I gotta right. take care of you, I want to be able to help you go, right? And release me from having to take care because of you. you take care of yourself, and then you reach back and take care grab of somebody, somebody else. I don't, I don't wanna have because I may fall, and I may need you to grab hey, me on, on the way down. And that's what I'm saying. And man. if I haven't done anything to help you get above me, or at least to the same level I'm on, then what? 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 Hey, what? Bro, that's what point do I serve? Hey, no, man. And, that, and that's what I hate, man. And I always tell a rich guy. That's another discussion we're going to talk about too, Larry. Okay. Old Atlanta, there's a lot of old, rich black men that got rich on the manor, right? Mm-hmm. I ain't got no predecessors. Forget about these niggas elected that ain't got nobody to pass the baton to. Right. These old black men who done got rich in Atlanta ain't made nobody else rich. Talk about guys got rich 50 years ago. Ain't made not one person rich, bro. That's a goddamn problem for me. Mm-hmm. You ain't made not one person rich in 50 years, bro. No, no, no. You that's just, a major you problem, on Jack. Your mind. Hey, that's a major problem, Jack. You are really selfish, bro. You ain't made not one person rich in 50 years, lab. You know how crazy that is, right. bro? Bro, that's crazy. You should have at least at minimum five. I'll five give you five. Uh, yeah, I want to say one, at least one like 10 or 15 in 50 one every, years. One every 10. Hey, bro. I understand back when Manor became mayor, 
It might have took a nigga 10, 15 years to enjoy that money because mm-hmm. he became married in 74. So you probably had to get some shit together, ball, and get mm-hmm. used to this money. By 84, you good. But guess what, though, Lab? No, I'm going to get a nigga at least to the Olympic. 96. Because nigga got more richer during the Olympic. <laughs> okay. Nigga got more richer. Right. So I'm going to get these nigga from 74 to 96, nigga. Okay. I'm going to give you 22 years to be selfish. Right. Nigga from 96 to present day, nigga. You ain't made nobody else rich, nigga. That's a goddamn problem, nigga. He ain't made nobody rich from 96 to today. That's right. a problem, dog. That's what I got a problem with. Now, I'm getting a nigga 22-year cushion. And they still ain't, ain't used it. Hey, bro, y'all ain't made a nigga rich from 96 to now. For we ain't going to give all to him, Duan. We ain't going to give them all to Dr. Robinson. We going to have to let them come back you. for the I rest of it. Cause, I got you, man. I know we don't. Because we'll keep talking. They'll keep soaking it in. So, yeah. We have changed the concept because I think that Dewan, I think that Dr. Robinson Dewan, whatever y'all call him, I think his purpose is so much bigger. His 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 reach is so much wider. His influence is so much deeper that he he has to he he's, he's gonna use it. But it just I just I just see you. I see you doing. I I mean I, and I'm gonna give you a good example. And this is not to say social media whatever. Before we go, when you put a post on social media, you put and we all have to do it. You don't put no hashtags on it. You don't do nothing. You might say, <laughs> new shoes tomorrow. And by four hours later, you got 2,000 likes. Because why? Because your influence is just that much. It's just that deep within the community that you don't have to hashtag. If they see that Dewan is posting, they're going to come to it and see what it is that he's posting about. And that says something about you and your purpose. So, oh, <laughs> Look, I don't even know what hashtag do. Exactly, exactly. It reaches further, but it's supposed to get oh. you likes more. But you don't oh, even need them yeah. because your influence is so much deeper. Hey, look, I didn't even know that, man. You I get what I'm saying? I'm still learning certain right. things. When Mike first got right. on social media, he ain't know that. Right. Mike, I'm still like that on some stuff. Like, hey, right. that's that real though. But you don't even, even need them, man. You don't need them. That's just that. how, how how deep your influence is. Yeah, and I'm gonna open my I'm gonna open my page up this summer because right. I'm running for office. I'm gonna open it up. Right. So anyway, this has been Conversation with Dr. Robinson. Y'all tune in next Tuesday if he's not busy. If he's busy, y'all just going to catch him the Tuesday after. But y'all got to keep coming back to get yeah, some of this gonna, knowledge yeah, and understand gonna try to, gonna try to be consistent the plans and schedules that man. we have coming for, uh, for, that he has coming for Atlanta. It's, he, he's from here, so he know what y'all need. He know what y'all want. He's always in the community. Who better to talk to, uh, talk to about with it and give solutions to for it than him? All right. In the words of April Showers, we grew here. They flew here. And I flew here. <laughs> we, we know what Atlanta needs, man. We grew here. I'm a flyer. <laughs> but I, I rode Greyhound. Hey, well, I, we welcome you here because get what? You from the real <laughs> you from the real political city and you from the original um, model that most people have. Mm-hmm. Tried to copycat for all the years in Chicago. Yeah, when when uh, Harold Washington was office, and of course they killed him. But when he was in office, oh, that city was going to be great. Yeah. He was going, he was going, he was going to win twenty years easily, because he was doing for the people. I know they killed Harold Washington. Everybody say that they, you know, they did. That man, that man was, he was doing such great things for the city of Chicago. Oh, but he wasn't shot to death. No, no, no. Oh, he was Michael Jackson kid. Yeah. They were doing such great things for the city. He was doing such great things for the people. Yeah. Not the businesses, not the people. What was his years in office? He was there his four, four, eight years. 
No, I'm saying, what was his years? Uh, now you're going to get me, like, 82? So y'all got another man that did long term. Uh, that's because of his name, Richard Daly. Oh, yeah, that's what I'm thinking about. He, was the, okay. he was the mayor. His, 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 it's a legacy. His, his, his father was mayor, and he became governor, and his brother became mayor. So... The Daily is a legacy. You had a Daily Center. You got uh, oh, it's a legacy. Right, right, right. Did, right, did right. they do good by people? They white folks. They don't do good by us. Oh, okay, okay. Oh yeah, Mary Daly's one who spoke on Martin Luther King spoke against Martin Luther King. Right, right, right. Okay, okay. Yeah, right, yeah, yeah. right. Allegedly, now you're right. <laughs> you're right, Miss Miss Allegedly, they killed him. But yeah, he was doing great things for the people of the city of Chicago, yeah. and he was gonna be he his he was gonna be in office forever if he wanted to be. Because also, he was just that person. He came from Chicago. He came from the people. Under one of the um, dealers, uh, Fred Hampton was murdered up under one of their Yes, watch. yes. Damn. Mm -hmm. I arrived on the day Fred Hampton died. That's my shit when Jay-Z come on. <laughs> right. All right, y'all. So thank y'all, man. We're going to leave y'all with this. Um, what we leaving them with this Marvin Gaye? Yeah, Marvin Gaye. What's going on? Waikisha, your butt need to come on this podcast, too. We're going to be every Tuesday, Waikisha, on, on 8 o'clock. Uh, every Tuesday, Waikisha, I need you on because you got something to say and you are way more knowledgeable than I am with APS and other um, issues that we have facing our city and you're just as passionate as I am. So my sister, I need you, Waikisha. I'm serious. We come every Tuesday at 8 o'clock. I'm going to be back consistent. All right. Peace out, y'all. Appreciate you. Hey, hey, hey. This hey what's up, man? Brother, what's up? Uh, hey, how you been on the party, man? There's far too many of you dying You know we've got to find a way To bring some loving here today Father, Father We don't need to escalate You see, war is not the answer